Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Poke Tower Podcast, the only podcast for all your collecting needs. Let's go. Episode <laughs> Let's 12. Let's go, guys. This is episode 12. <laughs> so thanks so much for the support, allowing us to do this every week for you guys, putting on this awesome, this awesome podcast putting out the collecting advice, information, all that stuff for you guys. We love it. We enjoy it. And we're, we, we're glad that you guys enjoy it. Yeah. Seriously, guys, uh, 12 weeks in, that, what is that? That's three months now? Three months of us just grinding and giving you guys as much info as we can, moves we're making. And we're seeing it now. Like, a lot of you guys are sending me cards, what you got, what you bought. Uh, it's crazy how much feedback we're getting and the advice that you guys are actually taking it's good like I, I really hope that you guys do well and continue to make good buying decisions for your hobby and then also use that to fuel your hobby that's that's what it's about and we've said it before we would still be collecting cards and doing this podcast whether we had a hundred listeners or we had none oh, uh, yeah, we just think sure. it's fun we like it um, but on top of it I feel like it really pushes us even more Yep. Towards our collecting goals, better. you know what I mean? We like, have to we, get better to yeah. keep helping you guys. Literally, you have to keep getting better and better and better. And uh, hope that we can keep putting out some good advice for you guys. So, for sure. Um, just really enjoy it. Just wanted to, to reach out and say, hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. We that. don't take it for granted. Yeah. Or our heads aren't getting big. We're just going to keep our heads down and keep hustling because this is, this is a fun game and it's going to get even better, I think. Absolutely. All right. So... Apple listeners, you guys did it. We got two more ratings. Yeah. Like that. Appreciate all right. It. Yes. Um, we did get uh, one. One review. Someone, someone left one review, and that was Sand Slash Steve. So, hey, Sand Slash, Sand slash Steve. That is he, a mouthful. He's been in my DMs on uh, Instagram. He's also hit me up on TikTok. So, we thank see you. We thank see you for you stopping you. by and uh, checking it out. And I'm glad that, I mean, to call us subject matter experts is pretty pretty cool. It's hard to, you know. That is, that is very cool. You know what I mean? And, like. Because, you know, me and Danny both come from a military background, and someone yeah. who's a subject matter expert is oh, usually yeah. a chief warrant officer or something, <laughs> and it's like, you never see those yeah. ever in the military. Yeah, it's a big deal to us. It's yeah, a, so that's it's a big a, deal to be that's called. That's a strong word. Yeah. It's a bold claim, and we're going to keep keep doing our thing to make sure it stays that way. Yeah, very cool. So, again, guys, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you know what? If you're listening on any device, just rate us. Yeah, leave a review leave if a you review. can. I don't know how yeah. it works on other platforms. Yeah, I don't know how it works on other platforms either, but if you can leave a review, leave a review so we can go look at it. We can give you a little shout-out. We give you some love. You yeah, know absolutely. What I mean? Send the support back your way. Um, but anyways. Can't for, do it without you guys. Yeah, we can't. So we're going to start out with something not quite Gengar's Grat. No, 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 Haunter's, Haunter's Laughs. Laughs. Yeah, we not won't do Haunter's a Haunter's Laughs this week because the guy deleted his comment. He retracted his statements. Um, but I've been doing... Uh, I've been doing these little mini series on TikTok of like, so the first one was like cards that are going to, modern cards that'll stand the test of time. So these were cards that like exist today that you can pull that I think are going to last longer than just the hype. Um, We had Hidden Fates and then the next day was Shining Legends. Then the next day was the Amazing Rares. And I still have a couple more that I want to share with you guys. But then I made a video very similar to that. It said, these were cards that I pulled from my only vintage booster box. So I shared all the pulls. Um... Of all the hollows, I have like 10 hollows. The other two was a Blastoise that I sold, which I deeply regret. It's a PSA 9 Blastoise. Sold, and then I sold the heavy pack on accident way back in the day before I was weighing packs. Had no idea that wasn't a thing. So I had 10 hollows out of 12. Mm. So I share PSA 9 prices. I share PSA 10 prices. 
And this guy, Mark, had an absolute fit. He was like, your prices are inflated. They're way off. There's no way. It was specifically a Mewtwo. I shared that a Mewtwo PSA 9 sold for 1100 bucks. It actually sold for 1100 bucks three times at the end of October. And he was like, they're selling for 300 right now. And I was like, that's fine. But I'm telling you that they sold for 1100 He's like, there's no way they didn't. You can't prove it. You're full of crap. And he's, he referred to me as the collectibles guru. I'm in, inflating prices. I'm deceiving people, trying to make it look like, you know, this, that, and the other. And it's like, dude, I'm not even selling my cards. None of my vintage is for sale. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. None of my vintage is even for sale. I don't want to sell my vintage. I actually, I'm trying to hold on to that as long as I can because it's like, that's personal collection. I do have two Mewtwo's, so maybe one day I might off one. But he's also one of my favorites, so it's like, I don't know. Um, so he like gets all mad. I'm like, let's make a bet. And he was like, there's no way I'm betting you. I don't care what you can prove. And I was like, okay, this is going this way. And then another guy hops in. I'm like, who wants to bet me $100 that I can prove Mewtwo sold for 1100 bucks, PSA 9, base set. And they're like, that's Shadowless. That's first edition. I'm like, no, it's not. I just looked it up today. The end of October, there were three sales, 1100 plus. Just he just kept going, so I made a video. And you guys know I don't I don't get too ugly or nasty on TikTok. I try to be respectful, try to keep it clean because there's kids. This is a child's game. There's no reason to get bent out of shape and like cuss each other out and be disrespectful if you disagree on something. Right, that's unacceptable. We don't need to do that. That's very toxic behavior. No one needs to do that in general about right. about anything. There's, right. There's, there's there's hardly any anything ever to go at someone's neck yeah. for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially over social media. And to come on my page and like try and tear me down, it's like, dude, you are on my platform. We're not, this is my field. Do you know what I mean? Like, what are you going to try and do? So I go and look it up. I make a video just for Mark. I'm like, Mark, you need to shut your mouth. I told you I just checked the prices today. I share the prices. There's two sales for 1100 bucks. There was another one for 1000 that I didn't catch. Um, and he deleted his comment and all this whole thread got deleted before I could screenshot it. I was going to share it as Gengar's laughs because there were some pretty laughable, laughable comments in there. Um, and he got mad and I was like, you know, just pay me my hundred bucks and that'll be, that'll be that. He disappeared. Um, he disappeared. So it wasn't worth the haunters laughs because it got ugly. It got to the point where it wasn't funny anymore. It was like, this guy's really trying to be mean and that's just not cool. And again, guys, I don't, I don't make the prices. I just share what they are. Um, and me sharing a record selling price is not misleading. It's just saying it sold for 1100 And then I had to make another video to let everyone know that, yeah, base set is actually in a dip right now. And that's because of Logan Paul bouncing. That's because of all these resellers who have a small budget. You know what I mean? So let's say a reseller got in September because he knew all the hype was coming. Mm -hmm. He knew that. Logan Paul was on the way, this, that, and the other. So he spends $5,000. He maxes out his credit card to go buy vintage Pokemon cards. He buys three Mewtwo's. Let's say PSA 9 Mewtwo's. He buys three for like 200 a pop, 300 a pop. Mm -hmm. Yep. Then the end of October comes through. Logan does his thing, and Mewtwo's at an all-time high. They're selling for 1100 So he jumps in on that. He tries to sell all three of his Mewtwo's for 1100 apiece. He missed out. His money is locked up. See, and that's the difference between resellers and collectors. Resellers have a budget that they're just kind of locked in. Collectors just slowly accumulate. So as a reseller, he can't go buy shoes at the store or toys or video games to resell because his money's stuck in the Pokemon cards. No. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens yeah. at the end of October? He's like, dang it, the prices are dropping. He panic sells. 
He's like, I just got to get my money back. So he starts selling his cards back for 300 bucks. And people are like, see, they're selling for 300. It's like, there's like five listings that are going for 300. When those are all dried up, you're going to start seeing those six, seven hundred, eight hundred dollar sales again from real collectors that know what the value of the card is. That guy is just trying to recuperate his money so that he can invest it in something else. That's what that's what's happening there. That makes a sense. Of, a lot of people don't understand that either. They um, they try to, you know, say, well, you know, you're lying because they're selling for this much today. And it's like, yeah, but as a collector, I set the price. I know what the card's worth. You know what I mean? Um, and I told him, I said, I would, I, now that that card sold for eleven hundred, I'm not coming down. I mean, unless it was an insane offer, you know, if I, if I list it for 1100 and someone writes me a message like, Hey dude, I love this card. I'm a big time collector. Can you do 850, 900? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'll do that. But to say that a card's worth 300 bucks, you just, you don't know what's actually going on. And I do, you know what I mean? Um, these are resellers panicking. Uh, and then yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand that logic. It's like, this is a, a base set Mewtwo, right? Right. Yeah. Base set Mewtwo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? original vintage right well and then you there's, know there's modern cards that sell for 300 bucks right now you know what i mean and it's right, like exactly exactly how how do we've, you, we've talked about this disconnect how where do you I'm justify like, hey, that guy if you see a if you see a a vintage card for 100 something's not right you need to look into that we've always yeah. talked about that um so right now i do think you should be scooping up these mewtwo's that are 200 300 bucks in the psa 9 not 8 psa 9 psa 10s you absolutely should because vintage Pokemon isn't a dip. We'll get into it later. Um, but yeah, you know, people that, that look through a tiny microscope, just like people on TikTok, you know, like everyone has Charizard. It's like, yeah, because you're on a feed that says hashtag Charizard. That's all you're going to get fed on TikTok. If you broaden your scope, you'll see not a lot of people actually have these things. Um, so just keep that in mind. Keep a broader scope of what things actually are. And uh, people that undervalue, you know, like I, I was telling the guys that were commenting on that video, it said, hey, like, you know, had these resellers just held on to their Mewtwo's for another month or two, they'd be, they'd be fine. But here's the thing. They can't make, they can't do any more business because their money is locked up in an asset. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, well, but my budget's a thousand bucks and I have a thousand dollars in Pokemon cards. I have to sell them. Yeah. Otherwise I can't go to the store and buy the next, you know, new Nike Air Maxes. That are dropping and I can't scalp someone on those. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so they're like, I'm just going to sell it. I don't care if it's cheap. I don't care. I just want my money back. Yeah. They don't love Pokemon. We love Pokemon. So we're like, I ain't letting this Mewtwo go for 300. You're crazy. Yeah. Um, and last I mean, thing that's, like, that's like my birds, you know, like my stained glass birds. Yeah. That card, you don't ever see anything else stained glass. And I, and it came back as a six and it's like, like, okay, dad, dad was like, oh, you can just put it online and sell it for 75 bucks. Break even. Yeah. You could if you wanted to recuperate your money, but, like, but if you what? like something, yeah, you don't like, do that. Well, yeah. yeah, no, I don't care. It's, a, it's yeah. a six. It's an eyesore. It sucks. But at the same time, it's like, this is a cool card because... It means something to you. Yeah, it's dope. And that, that's that's what you're going to see. You're And unfortunately, too, the other point on top of that, so it's not just resellers panic selling, but it's people that have lost their jobs and need to pay the bills. It's there's the holidays. A, yeah. There's a lot of people that need to make money because, you know, COVID has ruined their life. Yeah, this pandemic's been going on so, so long. They're like, you know, I got this PSA 9 Mewtwo. He's worth 600, but if I want to sell him tomorrow, I'm going to list him for 250. And they do it. And that doesn't that doesn't justify the price. That just means you got one on sale. You should be happy about that. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that Mewtwo will always sell for 250. You're crazy. You're crazy if you think that. And I think most of you guys know that. You guys know better. Um that's why you listen to us. Um but something to consider. Think about that stuff. We are in the I hate to say this. 
you know, but COVID has ruined life for a lot of people. Um, so things aren't even that good right now. Imagine what Pokemon would be if we weren't held back by COVID and people had jobs and people had steady income. Everyone thinks, you know, Pokemon's doing so well right now because we're all locked away at home and we can't do anything. But the reality is, imagine if the economy was allowed to do whatever it wanted to and you could go shop and do whatever you want. And, you know, there was no social distancing and you kept your job, you had stable income. I bet you Pokemon sales would be way beyond what they are right now. You know, a lot of us live in this fantasy world of Pokemon and, hey, Pokemon's selling. It's hot. You know, it's a big deal. But like in the real world, people don't have a lot of money. So consider yourself, you know, pretty well off if you're spending money on Pokemon during this time. So there's a lot of stuff to think about when... uh when you when you put all that together and anyways that's why the Mewtwo is just that was one card one card of I don't know how many you know yeah um but yeah they were they were they were triggered on that and uh it's a shame because you know most people that don't take a look at my content think they know something and they think they're gonna get around on me and like oh uh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about it's like dude you don't even follow me dude like educate yourself educate yourself and then you'll kind of see what I'm talking about but that's it on that. I, I want to roll this over into the top five if you don't have anything. Uh, yeah, so Mark, Keyboard Warrior, thank you yeah. for uh, thanks giving for us the, some content. Thanks for the eight <laughs> minutes of, <laughs> yeah. of blurb. Thanks for giving us some content, and uh, hopefully during Christmas you eat your uh, common courtesy cookies. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because you obviously missed your humble pie during Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> so we'll just have to circle around back to that. But yeah, uh, Mark, come on, man. Yeah. I mean, come on. You're talking to su- subject matter experts. Let's go. No, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. We're just going right. to flex that hard now. <laughs> Pokey Tower Top 5. Let's get it. Top 5. Pokey Tower Top 5, guys. Not not too much. I mean, it's different. Yeah, it's, it's a little different. It's not too much, but I like I like the uh, the versatility here. The you know spread. I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, good the spread. variety that's going on. I like it. Good spread. Um, um Number five on the top five. So we talked about Mewtwo. PSA 9 is going for like 300 bucks. Uh, base set hollows, PSA 9, PSA 10. If you're in the, if you're in the market to spend two, 300, maybe even $400 in some cases, it's a great time to buy base set hollows because of that dip we were talking about. Um, I'm sure there's more than just the Logan Paul issue that caused, you know, basically him saying he was done with Pokemon. Basically, anyone who was a Logan Ball fan is like, well, I'm done with Pokemon too. Um, so that kind of had a drop in popularity. But again, it's Christmas. People are not buying this stuff unless it's a gift for someone. Mm. They're not. They don't have money to spend on themselves. You know what I mean? Um, so that there's there's a million factors during this holiday season. Could be some people getting out because of the uh, so many fake box open box openings yeah, that are going on. Exactly. Um, if you're new, if you're new and you see all the fake boxes being opened right now, you would be scared. You yeah. would just be like, all right, I'm out. This is just ridiculous. Um, so, again, when we say a PSA 9 Mewtwo, you know, has sold up to 1100 bucks. I think a more fair price is probably around $700. Um, but you can find these for 200 plus right now. Uh, there's not a lot. You know, there's, there's probably less than 10 listings. But once, the, once those, those listings are evaporated, you can expect those things just to be gone. Um, you will never find that price again because, again, you know, if a reseller buys it at 300 he's not going to sell it at 300 unless he's desperate. And then if a collector buys it at 300 that may very well be its final home. For a long yeah. time. He might be like, no, I, I've been looking for this thing my whole life. I finally got it for the price I wanted. So it's a good time in terms of opportunity to lock in a card that you probably love 
And then, you know, it's also a good security blanket that, hey, you know, maybe in two years when, you know, I need to pay a bill or something like that, it's there because I bought it for 300 I'll, I'll always be able to get that back and some. It's just so cheap. It's so cheap. The math works long term. Um, Until that day comes, too. You get to look at this... Uh yeah, the sweet vintage Mewtwo. Put it up on display, and uh, also I'm in the market for them. I think they're. I think it's an awesome card. Uh, take a look at your favorite Pokemon from base set. So you know, there's Nine Tails, there's Nido Kings, Magnetons, um, Charizard. You know, he's still sticking. I think a PSA nine is actually dropped as low as eighteen hundred dollars right now. I swear. So again, my PSA nine Charizard was worth seven thousand dollars at one point. I am seeing prices as low as eighteen hundred. Now those are few and far between. But I don't think there's one above 3000 right now. That's how much it's dropped. Uh, your Blastoise, he was around $2,000 just three weeks ago. 2000 plus. I sold mine for 1100 in like September, and I deeply regret it. So I wouldn't be surprised if PSA 9 Blastoise is back down to about eight, 900 maybe 1000 bucks. There's not going to be a lot. There's only going to be a few, and it's because, again, we're talking about people, resellers, that thought they were going to buy... You know, the week before Logan Paul's thing, then it would explode and they'd be able to 3x, 4x, 5x. Some of them got some of them got away with it, but most of them, the the demand wasn't there to meet that that kind of supply. Yeah. So there yeah. was too much supply. Not everyone wanted to buy Charizard for 7K. There was about maybe three or four people that did, but that's not enough for everyone to sell their PSA nine Charizard at 7K. That's basic supply and demand. But doesn't mean that it can't happen again. And um. Again, for your personal collections, there's no better time to buy. Gyarados, who else is in there? Um, Zapdos. Zapdos is going for like 400 right now. Yeah. I bet you, I bet you, you could squeeze in a deal for 350 I bet. Um, and another, I'll throw this in there too. Uh, another person that you really want to look at uh, in terms of prices and what's fair is TCA Gaming. So TCA Gaming is an eBay seller. He's also on Instagram. Most of you... Hopefully most of you know who he is. He's one of the most prolific sellers on eBay. One of the originals. Like beyond PokeRev, beyond all those guys. He's like kind of like Gary from Pawn Stars. He's like that. So he has an entire... he His full-time job is Pokemon. Um, and he's selling a PSA 9 Mewtwo for six ninety nine right now. So that should be a sign... Or maybe it's five ninety nine. So 600 That should be a sign... And he's, he's got his prices dialed in. Like... The fairest, most reasonable, but still like good for him, good for you kind of price. Yeah. He's got everything on his page. He has thousands of Pokemon items. Yeah, I know. I was looking at a few uh, a best of games from him. Yeah. The best so, of games with like the uh, fireworks. So uh, he's, reverse on. yeah. So he is, he's dialed in on his prices. And what, what I'm trying to say is when, when a, when a well-respected, reputable seller like TCA Gaming is selling a Mewtwo for 600 and you see others below that price, pretty much all those are underpriced. Yeah. Because he won't drop his prices for no one. And then he raises them accordingly. So he's a really good gouge uh, in terms of like what something should sell for. Um, you don't always have to look at sold items. Sometimes just, you know, look at what PokeRev's doing. Look at what TCA Gaming's doing. There's a reason why their price is marked the way it is. And you have to understand that. Yeah. Um, it's not just, well, this sold yesterday for five bucks, so that means I'm going to sell mine. Or that means you have to sell me yours for five. It's like, no. That guy... <laughs> he's he's dumb. Pass. Yeah. You can go ahead, ask someone else for that price. Yeah. You ain't getting it. That's um, funny. So something to consider, base set hollows, PSA nine ten. Today I actually did a quick search through uh jungle, fossil, 
rocket and it was kind of dry um there was a wheezing i was looking at but uh, i didn't pull the trigger on it, it as a psa 9 wheezing dark wheezing from a rocket set which i'd love to get it's on my watch list but um did not did not act on it but again base set hollows guys look at it this is a great time to buy for you guys uh number four here this one was a, de- a demo number pick. four so i'm gonna go ahead and touch on this one a little bit guys um i've been really interested in these uh neo destiny uh shining hollows so that we're talking about the kabutops the mewtwo the Charizard, obviously, that's out of range for almost all of us, um, everyday collectors. But the other guys, I mean, come on now. You have Shining Tyranitar, um, Shining Kabutops. Um, I think Shining Selfie is even out of range as well. Um, but I've really been looking at um, the Shining Tyranitar, the Shining Mewtwo, and the Shining Steelix. Shining Kabutops as well. Those are like the four major ones I've been looking at. They're all really good, including the Shining Raichu. Um, I can't. I can't remember all of them, but you had, you had it up there. It was yeah. like Tyranitar, Raichu. That's a, that's that's a that's almost all of them. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's almost all of them. But anyways, you can still find these cards, guys, for like two to three hundred bucks, all of them, and and maybe the Mewtwo a little bit more, maybe more towards the four hundred five hundred dollar range. Um, but I think these cards are highly highly collectible. There's something that have caught my eye, especially with the massive jump with the uh, Shining Lugia, Shining Ho Oh. All those cards we're seeing like massive jumps and right, with the right, amazing right. rare coming out and stuff like that. Yeah. And base set getting to where it's going to be where, you know, all of base set Pokemon basically kind of has their forever home now. You know what I mean? Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're a really big spender. Right. Unless you're a really big spender, the supply has been met for everyone who is keeping their cards as a oh, personal yeah. collection. Oh, yeah. I don't, don't want to move mine at all. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. And give it a couple more years and you're not going to be able to get that anymore. Even, even if... Just let's say for jokes, even if my Charizard was worth 7K right now and someone's like, hey, I'll buy it, I would have to think about that for like a whole day. And even then I'd be like, oh gosh, I don't want to do this. Just eat, you know what I mean? So yeah, a lot of collectors are finding forever homes for their cards. Um, that's something to consider. The stuff's drying up. Yeah. And as, I mean, being a collector myself, you know, hollows are, hollows are, are really cool. You know what I mean? But hollows have been released in every single set. There's mm-hmm. always a hollow no matter what. Now, don't get me wrong, vintage hollows are nice, but these shining cards, you haven't seen them yeah. well, very often at all. Neo Neo is expensive. It is. It's expen- that's the only reason why I haven't bought Neo, because it's expensive and I don't have that emotional attachment to it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't collect a lot of Neo. Base set is, you know, where I was at. But if you're part of that Neo era, I would be spending the money on it. It just makes sense. Like if you can grab a Mewtwo for four hundred bucks mint. We just saw that that PSA nine that was going for like four fifty or best well, offer. It's on bid, yeah. It's, yeah, on, it's bid. on bid. But those things regularly sell nine hundred to fifteen hundred in a PSA nine. Yeah, and that's that's the other point I was gonna bring up here is that you don't see a shining card very often. Like no, at all. No, they're not, no, they're they're really good cards to have. Yeah, and they're rare. They're, yeah, they're rare. They're like they, they just seem rare. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you look at them, you're like, that is a rare card. Like what the heck? And yeah. um Let's the Pokemon can... that they use for their shining, they're like really they're they're cool. They're collectible Pokemon, you know what I mean? They're ones that people like. Let's see, Shining Mewtwo. Let's see if I can find a mint one. And then let's and see. And to me, if you ever needed to fill in some type of gap later on, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. If you buy it raw for two to three hundred dollars, you buy get it, it graded, it comes back for nine, eight, because that's the that's what we're looking for. That's conditions we're looking at, we guys. Do. We don't want any PSA six so or seven. Four thirty nine. Yeah, you want you want eight, not eight. Eight, plus. nine, ten. You yeah. want eight, nine, ten and up. You know so what I mean? So this one's four thirty nine. It's got Ooh, it's got some nicks. It's got a lot of nicks. That's like a PSA six. He's not getting four thirty nine for that. I would totally pay four thirty nine for something that would turn into a, a PSA nine. 
Yeah, and what I'm saying is these cards have a lot of reassurance. Ooh. Just like any any, Ooh. they're almost like a Charizard card. You know what I mean? Where you're gonna pay a little bit of a pretty penny up front. Yeah, but you're if you and even if you when pull you the grade eight. it, if you grade it, you know what I mean. You're that type of collector who wants to grade your stuff, and you like a little bit of insurance. I think that these cards are great because they're not exactly a Charizard to the point where you're kind of sketched out about buying it. I mean, check this out. A PSA 7 is trying to sell for 900. He probably won't get that. But these are those cards, though. Like, so you see people buy PSA 6 Charizard. You're like, why did you buy that? Yeah. Yeah. Because my standard is 9 or 10. That's what I I try to do 9, 10. If it's ultra vintage, I'm a little more lenient. But my thing is like, I like 9s. I like 10s. Just who I am. But this is one of those cards, any one of these, where you could be like, yeah, I got a PSA 8 Mewtwo. And that's still, it's still a huge flex and it's still worth a lot of money. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, yeah. Um, this is one of those cards. Even, like, even the Tyranitar, I think the Tyranitar, like an eight is like six, going for like 600 bucks. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like that's, that's still great. And you buy them at 200 bucks, you get them graded at 75 and you turn around and sell them for 600 bucks if you need the money. So here's one. Can't here, beat it. Here's one right now. You can get a, you can get a, a near mint. It's definitely not mint, but it's a near mint shining Mewtwo for 500 bucks or best offer. So, you know, you can pull a Gengar Greasy and send them a 425, get you a $75 <laughs> discount. Uh, but there's seven watchers on it. So he wants 500. Just ask for the Gengar Greasy discount. Yeah. Just say, just make an offer, go 399, say Gengar Greasy discount code. Yeah. <laughs> All caps. He might take All it. Caps. Maybe he takes it. Maybe he takes it. Maybe he blocks you. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but this one right here. So we got a Nick on one corner. There's some whiting on another corner. A Nick on the side. Nick on that corner. A little bit, but um, these are these are older cards. Right. You're gonna well, have the, to do your. The your... backside is blue though. That's the good thing. Um, and then again, so this is one of those ones. He's got Nick. So just on the back, you're looking at a PSA eight already. But the front looks great, and I can't tell if he even put a sleeve on inside this top loader. I don't know if he just dropped. Oh yeah, there's a sleeve on it. So this is one of those guys. I would say, hey. Can you send me pictures of the card outside of the sleeve? I'm really interested, blah, blah, blah. And then if it looks like it's going to get a PSA 7, PSA 8, that's where you're like, hey, I took a look at your card. I'm willing to offer you 399, 375. Yeah. <laughs> willing to offer you 375 because I, really, I really want to grade this, but it's just not worth the price. I would like to redeem my uh, discount code. Gengar Greasy 33. Yeah. So then with that $100 you just saved, <laughs> he takes he takes a discount. You, he takes it. He's like, yeah, you can have it. Three ninety nine. He takes a discount. You get the card back. You send it express to PSA because you, you remember the hundred dollars you just saved. You can now spend that on an express grade for seventy five bucks. You get it back in ten days. You now have a PSA seven plus. You know, maybe you get an eight on this Mewtwo that's worth you know uh, five six seven hundred. Like and then yeah, if you easy. don't like that price, if you're like, well, I paid four hundred plus seventy five. That's four seventy five. I would need to sell it for nine hundred to double my money. It's like okay, well then just wait six, seven months. You'll get it. Yeah, and be You'll a collect, be a collector and stare at it yeah. all the time. Or you keep it. Yeah, exactly. You <laughs> just stay. There's a million ways to chop it up, guys. But that's like that yeah. is what goes through my mind when we talk about this stuff. Yeah. So um, that's Neo Destiny, uh, the Shining Hollows, and I'm sure you, those... that's a Mewtwo. I bet the Tyranitar and all those you could find cheaper. Oh you yeah, we're talking about the Steelix, right? Yeah, I know. I think Tyranitar is one of the more expensive ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, along with Mewtwo. Um, but the Steelix, the Kabutops, the, you can find those for like 200 250 You know what I mean? And I bet you there's some that look amazing out there. Yeah. The ones that are up in the $300 price range, you're like, whoa, these ones are actually pretty mint. Yeah. 
I might get an eye. So you could pay pay a premium for that, and I'm telling you, it's worth it, guys. If you have the eye, it is so worth getting vintage and pulling a PSA nine or ten. Oh yeah, I've never pulled a ten on a on a vintage card yet, Um, but we have some really strong candidates. Uh, But again, nines nines are money with vintage. They are. Yeah. Because not everyone has ten thousand bucks, but they'll they'll pay twelve hundred. You know what I mean. And, there, yeah, that's and the there's idea. a there's an odd amount of of them for sale. Like yeah. I'm talking about maybe not of the Mewtwo's, but of the of the Tyranitars, of the Steelix, of the Kabutops, of yeah. the Raichu. There's an odd odd amount of listings. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You would think there's a lot less because they're like the more rare mm-hmm. uh, versions of Hollows within that set. But I don't know. To me, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Very collectible. It's the same strategy that you would use for trying to find Blastoise, Charizard, or you know Venusaur in base set it's the same strategy you got to use your eye you got to ask for the pictures you got to lowball them and it's not lowballing it's just being honest like hey i want to grade this it's going to be really hard to do if you give me this price and some most guys, you're going to get turned down you're going to get turned down 90 yeah, like, percent of the time like, it's all right a lot a lot of, everyone who listens to the podcast knows that i'm i'm like the guy who who does like efficient you know collecting like i don't mm-hmm. have very much money very much capital put up front so that's why these two three hundred dollar cards you know, intriguing, you know, they get me interested, but at the same time, at the same time, I'm like, dude, these cards are awesome. Yeah. I like the shining Lugia so much and everybody likes shining Ho-Oh. Everyone likes shining Mew. Everyone likes, it's like, these are vintage shining cards. Like mm-hmm. that's a no brainer for me. Oh yeah. So that's why I put, that's why I put them in the top, the Poketar top and five. Check this out. Let's just say we get another XY evolutions, but it's Neo. Sick. All the cheap guys are going to be trying to buy the modern Neo and the vintage Neo is going to go through the roof, just like we saw with base set. Yeah. So, lots of stuff that can happen. I, I don't I don't know if Pokemon ever reprint another set like that, but they would be stupid not to. Number three here, um, Unified Minds. Just the reprint. So, this is a sealed product alert. Unified Minds is getting the reprint mid-December. Um, I'm not sure if that means that they're going to be in stores mid-December or if they're just starting the reprint. I'm not sure. I really like that. It's a great set. Yeah, because um, I like Unified Minds. And I made a video earlier this week about the Tarant- Mega Sableye Tranitar sale. I sold one for 62 bucks. PSA 10. It's a GX. Not a full art, just a regular tag team GX. 62 bucks. I got it from a dollar pack. Mega Sableye and Tranitar, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that was even Mega Sableye and Tranitar, but I think it's the Rainbow it's version. It's a Rainbow. Yeah, there's a, there is. Yeah, I think the Rainbow version I talked about in uh, big money in in the Devon Core segment in the earlier podcast. Mm-hmm. So hey, if you guys are out there grabbing Unified Minds, you might be able to pull some of these. And but what I'm saying is these, so not just specifically the Tranitar, the Mega Sableye Tranitar, but there's so many tag teams in Unified Minds that are actually very popular Pokemon. Yeah, Garchomp, Giratina, mm-hmm. um, Mewtwo, Mew, Mewtwo, Mew. Is uh, it Umbreon in there? Umbreon Darkrai? Yep, Umbreon Darkrai. Yeah, there's some bangers. Wow, those are bangers. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot in there. Um, and then they got rainbows. They got full arts. The full arts are insane. Um, so what I'm trying to say is if, you know, while everyone's on the Vivid Voltage, Darkness Ablaze hype train, and you got a little bit of extra money, go for Unified Minds, you know? And what I mean by that is buy a buy a blister pack of three. You know what I mean? I'm not saying go buy a booster box. I mean, you could if you really love the set. But buy a couple, experiment with it. You might like the set, um, and there's tons of opportunity for you know bulk grading uh, cards here. Like so, again, I sent that Tranitar off on a bulk quarterly special for seven dollars and fifty cents. We turned forty three dollars profit off of a dollar card. 
Yeah. I shared the video. You guys saw it. Yeah, um, and, and just to touch on one thing, too. Unbroken Bonds, we've seen it in stores now for a little bit, you know, a couple of weeks. And uh, people have been picking it up. But majority of the prices have stayed the same, mm-hmm. even after the reprint. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that that just tells you, too, guys, that, you know. Cards survive reprints. Yeah. This what I like unified to tell- minds that the, the sales that Denny's having with his, like his Tyrannosaur that he's sharing with you guys. Yeah. Those are going to stay relatively the same. Yeah, they're not, they're not going to go down exactly. to you know twenty bucks for a not gem mint ten. It's not going to tank like people say. Yeah. Just that doesn't that just doesn't really happen with these, you know, not so rare cards. They're, they're not like super chase cards. They're just collectibles. That's what they are. Um, and again, remember last week I told you guys, you know, we sold the Mewtwo Mew for one fifty. So you had a Mewtwo Mew one fifty. You had a Tyranitar for sixty two. I made two hundred over two hundred dollars on two cards. From Unified Minds. From Unified Minds. I think it's a great set. Um, and I didn't even want to get rid of that Mewtwo Mew. That's why I put it at 150 and I still got it. 200, like, bucks, you, 200 bucks, you go buy a Shining Kabutops. Ex- that's exactly how you do this. That's exactly how you do it. Um, so keep that in mind, guys. Um, I like Unified Minds. If I see some, I will yeah. definitely choose that. I think Vivid Voltage would be the only one I wouldn't. I mean, be, I'd probably get both. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, let me get some Vivid. Let me get some... Uh, Unified Minds. I don't need Darkness Blaze. I don't need Champion's Path. You know what I mean? Whatever else. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Devin dropped something. Sorry about that. Uh, next here, number two. This was another sealed product alert uh, that I really, really like. Uh, the Small But Mighty Collection Box. Devin talked about this a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, there was one at my Target. I, I picked it up. Specifically for the promo, it comes with ten packs as well, which is nice, or eight, something like that. Um, but it's the uh, Togepi Cleffa Iglybuff GX Tag Team. It's a full art card. Um, it's number one forty three A of two thirty six. So that card alone is selling for twenty to thirty dollars raw right now. Sick. It's a cool card. It's got a good concept to it. Everything. Yeah, it's, and that's going to be a collectible card, you know. So it kind of reminds me of the the Umbreon tag team box we talked about a while where it's just loaded with bangers and promos it's like it has the ev full art which is like you know 50 dollars graded and then it has the umbreon dark rye which is like you know 100 bucks graded and it's like all these different cards inside here it's like you grade that one card you got your money back and some and you got all these free packs um so i wouldn't say go buy you know 20 of these small but my collection boxes but lock in a few for this promo it's going to be very similar to that um remember the Mewtwo Mew promo that we shared with yeah, the art that looks yeah, funky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you can get these for ten to fifteen dollars. They sell for a hundred plus if you grade it in a nine or ten. Or the or the Blastoise one? Yeah. It's like that. It's like so if you're into that type of stuff, this is one of those things. Next year, do not be surprised if this Togepi Cleffa Iglypuff card in a PSA ten is over two hundred bucks. Do not be surprised. We said it now. There was a Charizard promo that was like that too. Um, Which one? It looks just like the Blastoise one. Oh, but I, it has it has a red background, hmm. and I remember because I was telling my buddy um, Blake. I know you're listening. Um, so <laughs> I was telling I was telling my buddy, uh, oh, go check out this uh, this Charizard. There's a promo Charizard. I can't remember which one it was. Oh, it was a clone. I think it was a clone one. Mm-hmm. He went out and he bought a different one instead. So <laughs> oh, he, it is this one. So he messed up and it was this one. He's like, I show him the card. I'm like, look, dude, this is a card. And he's like, <laughs> wrong card. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. What's that? 
And I'm like, this is the card that I'm talking about. This, <laughs> this is, is the clone Charizard. This is it. And he's like, no, dude, that ain't the one. I'm like, yes, it is. So then he, he's like, no, dude, look at mine. And he shows me it. I'm like, what the heck? And uh, oh, I had man. no idea about this this promo Charizard. Oh, so it's a it's a Charizard GX box kind of. Yeah, exactly. And it just yeah. has like a red background, it's texture, it's I, full I art. Wonder what that is. I and, didn't uh, look at that. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I don't know. I have no idea. And he's like, dude, I paid this much for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's that's unfortunate. Let's look at let's look at uh, the the grades on it. And it comes back and it had like it was selling for like 140, 150 graded, and I was like. Dude, you didn't do bad. Oh, he didn't there you do go. Bad. He did okay. Yeah, he came out all right. But yeah, that's exactly what this this promo is. These types up. of cards. So yeah, again, what you could do, you know, let's say you actually like this card, this Togepi, Cleffa, Iglybuff. What you do, um, obviously, buying the box is going to give you your best chance at getting a minty one. But again, centering and factory nicks, those are things you cannot control. Whether you buy it raw from someone or you buy it in a box fresh. Um, but the idea here would be maybe you buy two, three, four, five of these um, for 20 to 25 bucks, grade them, and about nine months, you know, hopefully you pull three or four tens and you sell them, you know, for 150 plus, 200 plus. Guarantee it. I guarantee it. Just, it's an awesome looking card. It's got Pokeballs on it. It's got the Master Ball, uh, Netball, Pokeball. It's got berries on there. There's a Great Ball. There's an Ultra Ball. Yeah, everything on there. So... There's not a great ball. Wait, yeah, there, is. there is. Yeah, bottom right. I see the ultra ball. You see the great ball? What? Yeah, it's like blue and, and pink. Oh, the yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, it? yeah, yeah. Is yeah, it bottom yeah. right? No, it's like... I can't tell what that is, actually. Let me see that. I can't tell what that ball is. There's a master ball right there. I see the master ball. It's an awesome looking it's card. It's right there. It's right there. Oh, okay. Sorry, oh, not, I was not the bottom, bottom right, but middle right. Yeah. So, take a look at these guys. They're really cool. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna buy two, three, four, five of them, but this is one of those things like you could. You're talking about 10x your money after you grade these things, and you grade them on a bulk service. You don't what packs? What them. packs come in those? Um, it had Darkness Ablaze. It had ooh, what did it? Oh, six packs. Eight for twenty was, bucks. No, it was forty nine ninety nine. It's a oh, premium oh, box. Okay. It's a premium box. Uh, it's not terrible. Right. It's like it's like the the Umbreon collection box that we always talk about. Yeah. Um, it's a good box. If you got 50 bucks, you don't get one. Or if you just like the card, I'm telling you guys, look up the card. We talked about it a few months ago. And yeah, now it's, did. it's, I finally saw, I was stunned when I saw it at the store. Like, what is it doing here? I've been, I forgot about it because it's like my target never has anything. Um, but they had one. So we, we took it, uh, enough on that card though. The small, but mighty collection box. Look it up. And then uh, take it number one again this week. Yes, you have to prioritize this, guys. You have to shiny star V. Not Japanese. I mean, you could you could totally buy Japanese. We're seeing a lot of people buy up Japanese right now, which is I like. That's a good thing. Japanese cards should be more popular. But we're just talking about saving your pennies at this point for February. Yes, mid to late February. Save, save, save. Because I'm sure pre-orders are going to hit us in mid January. You know, yeah. and you know, if you can save a couple hundred bucks, you can lock in a box or two. Because there's not going to be booster boxes. This is a this is one of those. Um, maybe it is. No, no it won't. I, it won't. It won't. I don't think there'll be booster boxes because it's not really a core set. It's like a special. It's kind of interesting. 
That's weird, huh? Yeah, it's gonna be like Hidden Fates. You know what I mean? So you, I'm I'm assuming you're gonna see tins. I don't even know if there's gonna be an elite trainer box. So it's what it's interesting. That is interesting. Well, I didn't really. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I'm actually not sure if how. There's, the, if there's elite trainer boxes, I'm gonna be pretty interested in getting those promos because I mean the la, like Hidden Fates. If this is a Hidden yeah. Fates two. Hidden yeah. Fates Elite Trainer Boxes have those uh, stained glass birds. Yeah. It's Anyone like, got the scoop on this, let us know. I'm sure we'll figure it out by next week. But um, Yeah. It's going to be number one for the next couple weeks, guys, next month or so. Just just let it be. Let it's it ride out. It's the most highly anticipated set. This is one of the few times I say get on the hype. Yeah, for a get great reason. The, it's the 25th anniversary set. This may, this may very well be the biggest year in Pokemon until the 30th anniversary. We've already seen some of the cards in the Japanese um, set come out. Yeah. And they're awesome. They're like, they're awesome. I mean, they're Japanese cards. Japanese cards are awesome. Right, right. The quality's just better on them, too. I think they're just way higher quality. Yeah. But you're talking, I mean, 25th anniversary. Think about that. There won't be another big hurrah until I'm a shiny fanboy, too, though. Oh, dude, they're the best cards around. Yeah. I mean, look at the game. Everyone loves having shiny Pokemon. From the textures. Look at Pokemon Go. They got the texture on the card. Like, even if it's just a regular shiny, it's not the full art. Yeah. Still got the texture. It's still got... You know, uh, the, the color ways are insane. Like the colorways, like, I don't yeah. know. It's just, well, think about they this, hit though. so much different. Look at Pokemon Go. People love flexing their shiny Pokemon. It's like, dude, it's Pokemon Go. But yeah. believe it or not, you can sell shiny Pokemon on eBay in Pokemon Go. Or like Sword and Shield, if you're good at farming shinies, you could sell them for like five, ten bucks each. What? Yes, there's people that do that. Look it up. I'm going to have to go buy some shiny Pokemon on eBay. You can literally do that. <laughs> I'm going to have to go buy I, some no, shinies. I swear you can do it. That's funny. You put an order in, you get a shiny whatever. And it's yeah. like, these guys are pros at farming them. Dang. Um, yeah. So that's cool. Just keep that in mind. That's how that's how fancy shiny is. Um, but this is this is one of the few hype sets that I'm I'm all in on. More so than Champion's Path. Remember? Remember I didn't even buy Champion's Path. Yeah. Remember? I was yeah. like, guys, don't buy into the hype. If you want the Charizard, just buy the Charizard. Don't buy in the hype. It's a crappy set, you know what I mean, in terms of pulling your money back. It's a crap set. Just buy Charizards. So I remember, I bought like 10 of them, guys. Um, so don't don't sleep on this one. There's just too much fire. There's too much fire. And again, if, you, if you're missing out on Hidden Fates, this is like redemption. It's redemption. So please save your money. Be smart. I know we're telling you to buy base set hollows from PSA. We're telling you to buy Neo Destiny. But it's wherever you it's a, wherever right, you want to allocate right, right, right. your money. If you're a modern collector, yeah, this is going to be the best set besides hidden. You fates. love shiny hollows. You you love chasing Charizards. Mm-hmm. You love you know uh, new sets. You like modern cards. You like sending them out to PSA. You like to you know look at the ones that are worth you know getting expressed modern. You like looking at the ones that are going to come back in a year because PSA is taking forever on turnaround times. You enjoy all that stuff. Hey. Yeah. Save for Shiny Star V, buy some small but mighty collection boxes here and there, and yeah. some Unified Minds to you know get you over. Just be a little more frugal with your money. If you're, um, like, if you're like, hey, I don't care about Shiny Star V, I don't care about yeah, Shiny Pokemon, go buy stuff. Yeah. then go buy those base set hollows in the PSA yeah. 9 and yeah, 10, yeah, yeah, yeah. or go get some Neo Destiny uh, Shining hollows. Guys, it is, taking, it is taking everything within me to not buy those Mewtwo's off the market right now. Oh, yeah. Because I got the money, but it's like, man, you know... I have so many PSA orders I have to take care of, and then I have so many, um, you know, shiny star V like cards I want, you know, just like my hidden fates. I bought a lot of hidden fates back in the day. That's because um, we're that weird hybrid. We're those yeah. weird hybrid collectors. I, I like, appreciate modern. I really appreciate, like vintage, and we really like modern. Yeah, and I like rare. 
and rare. Yeah. <laughs> rare yeah. does not mean old or new. It just means rare. Yeah, I like rare. Status. Same. That's what I like. Gold watch, whether it's from the 50s or it's from today, it's gold. That's what I want. You know what I mean? That's yeah. how I think. Um, and then one more thing I want to talk about, Shiny Star V. A lot of... We even talked about it too in text. Um, but, you know, a lot of people on TikTok, they keep saying this is like Hidden Fates 2.0. This and I, I get the the correlation, but... Like, don't look at it like that. Look at them as Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue. Like, you need them both. You need them both to collect them all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, if you're a Shiny yeah. Vault collector, let's say you master set at Hidden Fates. You're going to have to master set Shiny Vault. There's no, like, this which one's better than which. That's what I'm trying to get at. One is not better than the other. One's newer than the other. But keep this in mind. You know, if you're like, well, no, Shiny Star V is better than Hidden Fates. It's this, that, and the other. It's like, yeah, but which one's going to go out of print sooner? Yeah. Hidden Fates, which actually makes it the superior set in True. terms of value. Because we know that 25th anniversary will probably get printed a few times. Unless they just pull a wild card on us. So They're like, boom, that was it. You guys are done. Yeah, we're in a weird spot with Pokemon right now in terms of like how they release stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, like they've talked about limited releases for Vivid Voltage, mm-hmm. limited prints for Darkness of Blaze. They're threatening us. Yeah. And I feel like it's because of resellers. So they're just kind of playing games. So think of it as this is, complimentary this is why we're sets. Saying, hey, save. Save yeah. for the shiny star just because you don't know. You really I, I wouldn't want to miss out. I wouldn't want to be like, hey, you know, I'm just gonna wait for it to come out in the store mm-hmm. and see if I can get it. This is this is the one you don't do that. Yeah, on. this is the one you don't do it. Yeah. It's like, hey, just just secure yourself some of it so you have it. Just, and yeah, we're going to keep talking about it every week, guys. You, we have to, and hopefully we get more updates as we go. Some of the shinies do look amazing. So, uh, keep that going here. And, uh, oh, so next segment was supposed to be Gengar's grabs, but I actually want to cover something with you guys. Um, in, uh, what's it called that I heard on TikTok? We want to, we want, yeah, we want to, we want to, um, yeah. Reference a little information, you know, for you guys that for some of you yeah. that don't see it on TikTok, don't have a TikTok, you guys may have not have saw this video on your feed, didn't pop right. up, whatever it is. We just want to throw it out there, give you guys a little reference um, to like why it is we, you know, think what we do, and then we also yeah. have you know a source that that very that, credible. It's been in the game for a long source. time. So yeah. this is not a like this is actually just a shout out to the card economist. Um, I'm, we're gonna steal some of his audio here regarding Charizard VMAX and why the prices are dropping. Everyone thought this card was going to... Not the Rainbow Rare. The Rainbow Rare or the Shiny one. Basically, uh, Champion's Path Charizards. Why are the prices going down? You know you know what kind of blows my mind, though? It's like, you can you can pay $500 for $430, like four, $450 to $500 for Rainbow VMAX. Right? Yeah. You can get them graded, get them in a 9, and people sell them for $500. Panic sellers. Yeah, they're panic sellers. And you're like panic sellers. Why? And we're going to get into that right now. We're <laughs> going to get into that right now. That doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't. And again, these are people that that bet hard on the Charizard and miss that small window where you can get the premium price. It doesn't this make happens sense every time. It happens every time. Sense. So let me play this for you guys. Let me pull it up. Um, this is the Card Economist. Shout out to the Card Economist. He puts out great info. He's one of the few resources that I use for a lot of info. I trust this guy he's an he's a, he's a expert collector he he studies the economics of pokemon so keep that in mind here um and here we go let me play play it for you guys this is regarding the charizard v max why is the price going down 
tax so expensive at the start and then it gets cheap the reason for that is because when a set releases nobody owns them yet so there's a ton of buyers and there's very few sellers and this supply and demand means that you can get away with a higher price on your charizard and what you do is you express grade it you send it off to psa express it costs a lot more to ship it express but you know you get it back sooner so you're one of the earliest sellers uh, you don't make as much because you have to make up for the cost of express grading it but you do still sell it which means maybe you're selling the card more often which means you might be making money off of express grading so a lot of people pull this early express graded people start buying it as people acquire the card they leave the market so they're like all right i've already got mine i'm done i'm out of here and then you have other people who say well if i wait a little longer there's going to be more sellers which means i'll get a better price so that's why his price falls right after the release so there was one part. Let me find the other one regarding the Charizard VMAX. It's very important that I share this with you guys. Yeah, but to, but to think that uh, a PSA 10 will sell for, you know, I haven't really looked at PSA 10. What are they going for, like 1000 bucks Or $1,500 still? Uh, probably anywhere from 1000 to 1500 yeah. yeah, so you have you have that price range of a 10 down to a $500 price range for a 9? What? What? That doesn't make any sense. You know, a, a 10 going for 1000 to, yeah, to, to thousand five hundred, and then a nine going for the price of a raw, right? At five hundred. Yeah, no, it's what? just it's just people trying to rec- they're panicking. Um, again, like I said, I uh, I see a nine selling for seven eight hundred. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And that's I'm 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 pretty they're both, they're both secret rares. Yeah, and they're Charizards. They should be. Give it time, guys. There. Give it time. This has happened. This has happened every time with um. With with charizards it's happened every time uh there's a there's a small influx of where the supply can't meet the demand big surplus the demand the demand is too much for the supply or other way around so there's so much supply not enough demand because people don't have you know two thousand dollar bills um so it's a race to the bottom which is why these tanks these prices tank everyone's just trying to make the sale real quick it's like hey i got 600 bucks wrapped up in this charizard need them to go um, and they take again. There's a lot of resellers in the game that just want to recuperate. Their their mindset is not on the collectibles. Their mindset is, again, I can't go shopping if my money is locked up in this card. I didn't think it was going to take this long to sell. I didn't think it was going to be this hard to sell. I thought it was going to sell for more. And they just like let me let me get some money back, even if I take a small loss. That's why you see those cheap yeah. prices. Yeah. Um. Let me see. I gotta find that. I think he deleted it because uh. The idea was, why is a Charizard so expensive? That's the one I sent you. Um, and basically what he was saying is, you know, the Charizard is expensive because let's look at a Champion's Path pack is 10 bucks, right? Yeah. How many Champion's Path packs do you have to open? Um, you know, I wouldn't it, know. I is it 100? I haven't got one yet. <laughs> or let's say, let's say, let's say you have to open 500 packs, or no, not 500, 50 packs to get a Charizard. Now it's... There are some outliers, you know, and kids say it all the time on TikTok. I got one on the first pack. Good for you. That's not the reality for everyone. Yeah. So you pull 50 packs times 10. That's $500. You finally pull the Charizard. If you wanted to make your money back, you would sell it for 500. You know what I mean? That's why Charizard is worth that much is you have to consider how many packs would it take for me to get it? And then how much is it would it cost to grade? That's how, and that's where these sellers get their prices from. It's okay. On average, it takes, you know, 40 packs to pull this guy. 
and then an express grade, another seventy five bucks. Okay, I'm gonna grade them at this much, or I'm gonna price them at this much. Yeah, roughly four hundred seventy five bucks for me to get them graded and in my hand. Yep. And then now I need to make a profit, and mm-hmm. however much profit they're willing to make off of it. And yep, ha- that's where the different prices come from. Some guys have margins of twenty five percent. Some guys have margins of fifty. Some guys have three x margins. It all it's all strategy at that point, which is why you see all these different price points. But that's why you'll see a raw zard. He sticks around that four hundred to five hundred plus range. It's it's just basic math at that point. Um, but the card economist does a really good job explaining that stuff. So um, we didn't have Gengar's grabs this week again because I told you guys my money is awaiting PSA grades. Um, we did get that giant uh, uh, nineteen ninety seven box or the the binder in with all the different cards. Where's it at? It's just like hiding. I had it here. Um, uh, did you put it back inside? Did I? Oh no, it's right there. It's right on top of your the Yu-Gi-Oh tin. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah. So we got those. They look awesome. I shared a video on it, guys. Um, that is, again, I'm gonna grade all those. Uh, if you do the math, I got 151 cards. I think it averaged out to thirteen dollars a card. Thirteen dollars per. Um, so again, you do a bulk grade on this bad boy. Um, you grade all cards. You know, 150 cards for seven dollars, eight dollars, whatever the next special is. Um, and now your cards are worth 20 something plus a piece invested as far as total cost. And then you start, you, you could start selling them, but I want to grade it as a master set. And then I'm, that's probably going to be one of the few things I keep and never move. It would be a very steep price. Like if I graded that entire thing, we're talking at least like 30 K that's what would be like, you know what I mean? just one of those things and, and it would take a lot for me to sell it there would have to be a reason for me to sell it, it wouldn't be just be like i want to make thirty thousand bucks i wouldn't do it because those are really hard to come by what we can do is you can make a case that goes on top of your on top of your desk yeah of all of your pocket monsters that would be nuts. that would be nuts with some nice leds behind them lighting them up it would be insane these are such they're odd dude i've been looking at them every day yeah they're, they're I, awesome they're, they're cool they're really cool cards guys um so uh, that's it for that. We won't. They're not. It's not Gengar's grabs. It's not really a fan question, but I need to share that with you guys because uh, if you're not following the card economist, you should. It's like you yeah, should, for you anyone, totally anyone, anyone collecting, that's like the dude is smart and he breaks it down yeah. so easily that you just have to understand how yeah, it it's works. Like, yeah, it's good knowledge to have. You know, when you're trying to sell your cards, yeah. when you're thinking about prices, yep. when you're thinking about you know hype cards, chase cards, all those things. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how you figure it out. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's kind of the same. I idea that we've had this whole entire time when we sell our stuff or we look for cards in terms of prices and what we're going to offer people Mm -hmm. for the cards and whatever anyways if you if you talk about people that i pull from it's people like that card economist tca gaming pokey rev danny phantom danny phantom it's those are the yeah exactly um and you know they they talk about sales on another level so it might that may not interest you because we get more in depth on like specific cards specific strategies but you talk about like the holistic picture of Pokemon. Those guys are great, great resources to have. I agree. Fan questions, guys. It's fan questions time. So for anyone um, who has already sent in questions to us, thank you very much. This week, it looks like we just have one person, um, which is totally fine. Either way. Yeah. No, so better than none. You know what I think the issue is, though? I've been answering a lot of questions on TikTok. Like, been spending a lot of time on Instagram and TikTok answering your... You guys, anyone who follows me is like, I spend an insane amount of time giving you guys info. Like, 
in personal messages, which is, I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine doing that. But the reason why we don't get questions, I think is because I'm like nipping in the bud. So, which is it, fine. Cause it, now Chris was Eddie. Yeah. Chris is always saying Chris Eddie is going to be shining here in the fan questions for a long a time. Um, a baller. So this question comes from Chris was Eddie. Hey, thanks for sending in um, your questions. What? This has been like three weeks now that you've done it. Yeah. Yeah. He's been very consistent with his buying. Yeah. Very consistent with the, with his, uh, the giveaways as well. The giveaways, the fan questions. This guy's a big supporter. Like, it's crazy. And he's going hard. He's going thank hard you. on his Pokemon thank collecting. You. Yeah. And all we can say is thank Long-time you. Long time listener. And he's, he's constantly hitting me up. And again, I'm not complaining. I, I really appreciate it, guys. Yeah. You guys should not feel bad for contacting us for anything. It's like, thanks for trusting us. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just glad we can help you guys you're either not, save some pennies, help your collecting hobby. You're not your a nuisance. Stay alive. Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah, nuisance. You're not bothering us. Just, just keep it coming. Just. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. Send us your questions to... Yeah, don't be afraid. The Poketower uh, Podcast at gmail.com. You can send us your questions there. Mm-hmm. Send us your questions on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Yes. Wherever you want to reach us at, you can reach us. Um, but let's get started with Chris Rosetti's question. Here we go. What is going on, guys? I hope you had a good weekend and holiday. Let's go. With this week's podcast, I look let's forward. Go. Let's go. <laughs> with this week's podcast, I look forward to each week as it helps with the new updates and what to keep an eye out for. Keep at it and keep grinding with what you guys are doing, and let the haters hate. Any new pickup? Any new pickups this week? Here are some questions I had. So, just the big binder for me. Yeah. So Denny has that uh, that pocket monsters one that he picked up. I haven't picked up anything myself. Um, again, saving for the holidays because I have a family, and also. Saving for that shiny star V. Oh, um, yeah. Big, big anticipations coming up. So got to save that money. Um, anyways, his first question up here is, will the upcoming Hidden Fates reprints and any reprints in general bring down the market a bit since we will see more go up for sale? Okay, so I could touch on this one for a little bit. Prices for some Hidden Fates stuff has already gone down. I don't know if you noticed that already, Chris, but there's some prices that have already gone down. Um for me, I know I only check the cards that I have, you know? Yeah. I check their prices only um, just because I'm interested in to see what they're what they're going for right now and if I'm willing to get rid of them. Right. And so the EV evolution is very important right now and if you're willing to get rid of it. So right now the EV evolutions, um, some of them went down. Like Espeon, he was at um, before, even like before the reprints and stuff. Um, so we're talking maybe back in October right espion yeah somewhere around that time yeah maybe maybe yeah maybe around october september time frame he was going in a psa uh 10 he was going for like five six hundred dollars you know um and don't quote me on these prices i'm just giving rough estimates uh, but he's going for like five six hundred bucks now you can find him in a 10 for like 280 yeah, 300 232 today yeah. like pretty cheap you know what i mean a lot lot cheaper than he was um that one came down a lot seems like some of mine weren't didn't come down that bad that came down right. about yeah. half so the thing is that some of them have come down and some of them have not. Yeah. So honestly, um, I think prices are going to go down. When the Elite Trainer Box come out, there's going to be more product out there. There's going to be more cards in Again, circulation. There's going to be more stuff out there. It's all about supply. Right. There's going to be a surplus at that point. Short term, short term dip. Um, I've told a lot of people this. My cards, my Hidden Fate Shinies have survived three reprints. The value has always gone down temporarily, but we're talking like a few months and then it's right back to where it needs to yep, be. Yep. Um, possibly even more. Um, the only one that's kind of really held 
its value is the Charizard. Um, but I think that's because there's just so many nines out there, not a lot of tens. But again, you know, wait till Hidden Fates is gone. This is this is this is where you have to really, you know, anything that's in print is a risk. Um, because again, reprint announces and boom, everyone's prices, everyone's it's a race to the bottom. Um, but there's always a time when it's really good to buy Pokemon when you hear, hey, this is it. <laughs> when you hear that. Hey, this is it. That's the best time to buy. Yeah. Um, because it, you're going to buy at a higher price because people are like, hey, you got to pay me for this because it's out of print. But um, there's this real small spike in Pokemon where once you see the spike, you have to catch it. If you catch it at the lowest point of the spike, that's when you can really maximize. So let's say these Espeons, let's say we find out Hidden Fates is going out of print in February. They go from 255 to 300. You missed out on the 255 sale. Buy at three hundred, it doesn't matter because in a few months that thing is going to be four, five, six. You know what I mean? Um, it's a, it's a, it's an economics approach. You just always, you don't buy. You could buy the dips, but again, as long as there are reprints, that could just keep getting worse for you. But if you buy a spike because of something goes out of print, it's very hard to lose. Very hard to lose. Um, yeah, what's seeing, a good seeing, example for that? I think. What do you mean? Unbroken Bonds. This is a great example. When I bought my Unbroken Bonds, there was a word that it was not going to be printed again. So, I paid 130 for my boxes, which is actually high for a booster box. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's not 90 So, the hype had already started. Hey, you're going to have to pay a little more because they're going out of print. And you heard that, right? It's like, okay, I'll pay 130 My boxes went up to over $300 at one point. Reprint came out, tanked them right back down. Um... And I decided I didn't want to wait for them to go out of print again, which is why we opened them. But yes, yes. Uh-huh. The idea is, is I bought at the beginning of the spike. Example being it went from 90 to 130 to over 300. So I, I made money had I made the decision to sell. But the reprint tanked it. But again, it's just temporary. The second that stuff dries up, it goes right back up. Yeah, and like, like I said, it really just depends on when you're ready, um, you're willing to sell it. Yeah. And at what time you're willing to sell it, you know, maybe you need, maybe, maybe you can't wait for that premium price to go right back yeah. up here in, you know, six, seven, whenever hidden fates goes out of print and it becomes in demand Ooh. a little bit and the supply is gone. There's not so many cards out there anymore. Yeah. Um, maybe you can't wait for that point. So you have to sell some cards and you sell them at, you sell a shiny Espeon PSA 10 at $300 and you sell a, you know, a shiny Glaceon for, mm-hmm. you know, 200 bucks. Yeah. And well, and you again, you don't shoot yourself. You don't shoot yourself in the foot and and get upset. Yeah, I mean because you you chose to sell them and they and they served a purpose by you know getting you some money at the time that you needed it. Yeah, but at the same time, you got to understand just like Danny's saying that prices will tank when things get reprinted and things like elite trainer boxes. Those have a lot of packs. It means there's gonna be a lot of cards in them. There's gonna be a lot more product out there. Mm-hmm. So the surplus, the it's supply temporary. is going up. And once people start buying those off and they get graded and they're in a nine and an eight and a seven, they realize that, oh, these things don't come out as tens. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Then the it, price goes up. And, you know, and don't don't be discouraged by the price drops either. You got to understand collectors like me love seeing price drops. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like I just said, now's a great time to buy Charizard, PSA nine Charizard from base set because he dropped. We know we now know that its potential is upward of seven thousand dollars. So the idea would be to like accumulate so again 
when you see these cards, when you see Hidden Fates, you know, shiny cards selling for 20, 30 bucks, you're like, wait, that was 50, 60 dollars. Why is it selling for 20 now? There's, co- it's not just people, you know, collecting these things. There's, there's collectors out there that see opportunity and they're like, I know it's worth more than this. I'll just scoop up a little bit off the top. Yes. Um, but, you know, again, they, uh, what I like to say, anyone on TikTok, I tell them this reprints don't change pull rates. You know what I mean? It's no. still extremely hard to pull a rare card, which is why, which always goes back to how many packs would I have to purchase to pull this card? That's what creates the value. Um, 10%. Yeah. There's and, not a better answer for and, that. And, you know, small population changes in graded cards do affect everything, but Hidden Fates is such a big set. It's really hard for all these newbies to... It was like the first of its kind, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like the first of its kind where it, it puts out this shiny vault and well, every, think about this. It's like, what? So, XY Evolutions, everyone was chasing Charizard. I'm going to grade them. I'm going to get a PSA 10. I'm going to sell it for 7000 That was like the big deal. But with Hidden Fates, there are so many hits. You, There's no way that these newbies would have enough money to get them all and grade them. You know what I mean? You have yeah. to be a real collector to get Hidden Fates. Like, you got to be on your stuff. Um, and that's just something to consider. It's it's true. It's, it's true. It's because one of the there's... items that can't flood the market because it's just so big. Like, but a Charizard. That's, that what well, you know that I mean. Hold on. Let's just pause at that that point you just made. That's actually a really good point. That only only like real collectors are gonna are gonna collect and grade Hidden Fates. Yeah. Because there is there every every shiny in that collection We've is talked about it. We've talked about it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like. You you literally have to have there's what like ninety something I think maybe right no not ninety not ninety forty something maybe shiny vault cards it's a big it's a big set I want to say it's nine not ninety but well all together I think it is ninety is it ninety is that like why that. that number comes to my mind anyways if it is like ninety cards if you think like okay all ninety of these cards and you gonna you want to get them graded and you get them graded at value for ten bucks each mm-hmm. that's nine hundred dollars yeah. Well, and even if there was a reprint, even if there is a reprint, someone who's trying to like make money off this is not going to pull all those shiny vault cards. They would have to spend insane money to get those. Whereas like evolutions is like, I'll buy a case. I'll pull two Charizards. That was the average. Yeah. You don't get those kind of rates with hidden fates. Yeah. Cause when I, when I got my tins, I didn't, I, it wasn't like I was pulling cause I've only had like maybe nine tins of hidden fates and like one collection box. Yeah. And I pulled maybe like four four shiny cards yeah, the variety is insane yeah all and the shiny vault it's not cards like he got have, it's I've not like he got four shiny you know uh ho-ohs back to back to back to back and then he sends them all to psa and just like you know what i mean not everyone not everyone is getting the same shiny vault cards even if it's reprinted it's just the variety is too big whereas evolutions everyone was hoarding it opening it up everyone was getting charizard yeah everyone yeah, was grading yeah. it so it's that's one card that got overpopulated yeah Whereas, like, you could pick your spots here. You'd be like, okay, everyone's got Espeons. I'll go get Umbreons. Oh, everyone's got Umbreons. I'll get Glaceons. Oh, everyone's got that. I'll go get Dark Rise. I'll get Reshirams. It's like there's too many shiny cards for a reseller to even succeed here. Um, so reprint, I think a reprint of Hidden Fates really doesn't do much. Yeah, I think it takes the price a little it's bit. It's too collectible. You know I mean? It's too collectible. It's going to take the price a little I don't know. But that's just because no it's in print. Yeah, it's going to take the price a little bit because there's going to be more product out there. That's just the way that it it's is. It's not a bad thing. It's yeah. not long term. It's not. Yeah. That price isn't going to stick. The it's going to stick for a little bit, but that's the it. The day Hidden Fates is no longer in print, you guys are going to be winning if you've been buying. That's just the truth. 
Yeah. Uh, let's get that's that was a long winded. Let's get let's get into more. All right. So the next one here goes. Uh, next one from Chris Rosetti. Last week, I believe No Gimmicks mentioned he went ahead and purchased a PSA Greater Rainbow Charizard VMAX. At what point do you make the decision to buy raw or graded? I scanned the market a bit and talk about it on my pickups for the week below, and it made sense for me, but I wanted to see your guys' thoughts on this. So, oh, and there it is right there. That was So he got a PSA 9 Rainbow Charizard VMAX for $453.82. That's insane. Yes, yeah, so, I mean. Wait, like, oh, wait, wait. PSA 9, yeah, that's freaking crazy. It looks like you already figured it out. Yep, we just talked about this too. It looks like you already Why figured are it out. Why we for this much? But exactly. And... It's it's just a massive disconnect of, the, of, of people who don't understand collecting and, and the resellers and the scalpers that are out there that, that are now kind of forced to open up their stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they, they get it and they don't even realize the value in it. You know, they're like, oh, it's not a 10. I can't get $1,500. I'll mm-hmm. sell it for 500 because that's what I paid. Well, he got a PSA 9 though. So he got it from someone who graded and then sold extremely low. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. These these guys like, oh, I didn't get it. They send it in to get yeah, graded. They, they're like, they I didn't get it. Only thinking a ten. Yeah. Like I didn't get a ten. It's a nine. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll sell for five hundred bucks because all the other ones are selling for five hundred bucks. Right. So I'll sell my nine for five hundred bucks. They don't really understand. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or you sell selling. You you see them selling for like five seventy five. You're like, okay, so that guy basically wants the price of his card and the grade. Yeah. And you're like, that's ridiculous. He's not. There's no way this guy knows anything about collecting. Because he'd be selling that card for seven seventy five, eight hundred bucks. Yeah, and these guys are idiots too. Again, he probably had five hundred dollars tied up. He probably took a small loss. Yeah, and he's like, "How can I recuperate my money?" Yeah. I took I took a small loss, but at least I got my four fifty back, so I can go buy some. You know, I could buy ten pairs of Air Max and go rip someone off. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's all he wants. So you got to steal. I remember you messaged me about this too, and I said, "Yeah, that's actually that's good." Yeah. So I mean. At what point do you you know make the decision to buy raw graded when you see something like that when you see a raw card that you're not you're like looking at it and you're trying to test your eye and you're like oh yeah that might be a nine or ten and then you keep scrolling down eBay and you see oh wait there's a nine right there yeah and it's, it's opportunity and, and it's selling for five hundred and yeah. then the raw one's selling for five hundred mm-hmm. should probably get that it's or same- if you see if you if you go on sold and complete sold and completed or you see some other ones on the listings that are like selling for eight hundred bucks you're like okay. That seems more reasonable for a PSA 9 Secret Rare Charizard VMAX, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, so this guy's selling it for 450 That guy's selling it for 800 I'm a collector. I've seen that these things can sell for 1500 when they're in a 10, right? Yeah. You're like a 9. There's no way it should be selling for the same price as a raw. Boom. That's, mm-hmm. that's a no-brainer. Yep. If I can pay for a graded card and already be insured that it's a 9... Yep. You know what I mean? I don't have to play no guessing game. I don't have to wonder if I have a little the, bit the more and get done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Either, I either pay just a little bit more. Or I pay the 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 raw price because I'm like, hey, this guy obviously doesn't know. Yeah, um, a great example would be the so the Kabutops that I that I bought a PSA. I bought a PSA nine Kabutops from Fossil. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. For seventy five bucks, that's ridiculous. You can buy a raw. You can buy a raw for thirty or forty. So that's about half the price. But what are the odds that I can grade a nine? You know what I mean? Um, and then, even if it could, let's say I find one that's PSA 9 worthy for 30 bucks. Hey, I can save $40 because there's a graded one here for 75 or I could get this one for 30 you know, and uh, it looks like a 9 and all that stuff. You know, the next thing would be, well, yeah, but what's it worth to you in time and money? Do you want to ship this thing off as soon as you get it to PSA and not see it in six months? Or would you rather just pay the 75 bucks and have it now? And, and it's Im- like and immediately use it as immediately have it. You can immediately list it, put it in your collection, yep. do whatever you want with it. Um, yep. 
Um, so that, and again, it's just comparing. You're like, you know, I see Kabutops here for $30 raw. I see one for 75 It's the only one that's 75 The rest are all 100 plus. It's just, that's where you make the points. Okay, my time, my effort, my money, and then and then the gamble. What are the chances that that raw is actually as good as it looks? Yeah, so I see I see that you um, you buy a lot of uh, buy a lot of raw cards. One thing I do before I buy raw cards, though, it's just a little thing that I do, is I go and I look at PSA. I go, I type in, let's see, shiny Charizard V seventy nine, PSA. Then I go, ending soonest, so I can find one on a bid. Mm-hmm. Oh, look look at that. This one's one hundred and thirty bucks with two minutes left. I'll go. I'll go. And you, you see, you bought a raw one for three forty six. I know we're gonna get into your pickups here soon, but I'm just trying to give you an example. You bought yours for three thirty six, three forty six, right? That's mm-hmm. what I see on sold and completed. I'm like yeah. this guy got his for three forty six. This guy got his for three hundred. So I go jump on a bid, and I'm like, okay, max, I'm willing to pay for this two fifty. Yeah, and then boom, I got it for two fifty, which is ninety dollars bids. So I, you I can do always that. save money on bid for yeah, sure. I, I always, I always go and I check ending soonest. And I and I always check ending soonest for PSA first. Yes. Then I go newly listed for PSA because there's some dudes on there that just don't even understand. They just yep. want to get rid of it yep. and they want to get rid of it today, so they sell it for cheap. Got to learn to use those eBay filters. They I are see, such a tool. If I see any of the um, P- any of the PSA listings selling for like a lot less than the other ones are, I'm like, hey, that catches my eye. Now let me go check the price of a raw. Mm-hmm. I go check the price of the raw card that I want, and I'm like, huh, that's an eighty dollar difference. Yep. Would I get this? Would I get this card expressed? Mm, no. But am I am I willing to wait eight months to yep. get my card back? Yep. No, because so, I'm I'm paying up front two hundred dollars for this raw card. Yeah, I get I want my two hundred dollars back when I want my two hundred dollars back. So if I end up getting in a financial bind where I'm like I need two hundred dollars, but my card's out at PSA waiting for eight yeah. months. Yeah, that's a tough situation to be in, and that kind of brings your collecting like passion down. You know. Now you're like, oh, I hate collecting. This sucks. I'm waiting yeah. on so much money. It's all tied up. Best way to do it then is I always... You have look, to be extremely patient. Yeah. I always if look it, at my PSA cards first. Always. Always look at the PSA price first because you might be like, whoa, 80 bucks for a raw one and I'm not sure the condition or 180 bucks for a PSA premium. 9 yeah. or 10. You have to... You got to understand who you are. Yeah. If you're patient, you wait. You save the money and you wait. If you If you want the card now because you have a strategy for it you already have it that's planned what i'm out. getting at you need a plan you need yeah you need a plan and then then you say well no i'm paying the premium because this is how it's going to work out anyways yes um but for me you know again i'm i'm a col- I, I like to collect stuff so when i send off those shiny lugias and i sent off you know any mewtwo card that i had when i sent those off off bulk i sent them off knowing i won't have it in six months um but so so <laughs> yeah. long term long term i i know that's good because it keeps me from making any decisions that I don't want to do, you know, anytime soon. Um, oh, we would be hurting right now, dude. The prices change. Getting off topic, but we'd be hurting right now. If we got our Shining Lugias back, yeah. right? Because we sent in, like, together, probably, like, six or seven of them. Yeah. If we would have got all those back <laughs> and we sold them this month, Yep. you know? Yep, yep. Or, no, 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 two months ago before they made a big climb, mm-hmm. we'd be hurting now. Well, I mean, not really because we chose to sell them. You know right. what I mean? So that means yeah, we're willing to take the risk. Value. We would but we'd be losing value, value because mm-hmm. we would have the back more so now. quick. Yeah. And now they're worth way more now than they were so two months ago. Oh, man. It's uh, you got to just use your experience. It's one of those things. You have to use your experience on, uh, again, 
looking at raw prices, what they sell for, looking at a graded price and being able to pick out those outliers. Um, and obviously you don't want to, you don't want to look at the raw prices of like, like a dumpster card, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You can't be like, you look at, well, the raw is 10 bucks. You're like, yeah, well that's $10 that quality. Bent in half. Yeah, yeah. It's crap. <laughs> it's now now look at the ones that you would actually buy. The ones you'd actually buy are 70 yeah. and this PSA nine is a hundred. Mm-hmm. How much are you going to, how much, how long is it going to take to grade it? How long does it take to get it back? Are you willing yep. to do that? I don't yep. know. And again, I'm I'm an extremely patient dude. That's how I was able to send off, you know, almost 100 Yu-Gi-Oh cards and almost 100 Pokemon cards. It's just, yeah, it sucks. I would love to have the grades back because, you know, business could, could move super fast. But on the same hand, I'm doing just fine, you know. So it's like, where are you at with that? Um, which is, yeah. It's, it's, your, it's all about your plan and your strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, as, as you've heard, Denny has his strategy, his plan. I got my strategy, mm-hmm. my plan in terms of how I like to collect and how I see cards. Yep. Um, you obviously are trying to take some uh, some insight from us. You know what I mean. You're, some tips. You're obviously tuning in, but again, you got you're gonna have to form your own kind of plan. And, and again, being fast too, like being really fast and like saying, "Well, my, my plan is to do this, buy it graded right now, and do this." It's like you got to be one of the first to do it. It's really hard. So even buying chase cards, like when I bought all the Charizards and I graded them Express, I was still about a week or two behind everyone who um, had gotten the stuff beforehand yeah so you have to be extremely it it works but you have to be extremely fast to get ahead of everyone but what i like is that chris is buying everything after all the hype is kind of come and gone that's why what i, think I, what I like prices. Is, what i like is chris is buying everything that we're talking about oh yeah you know what yeah. i mean so this guy right here he's not gonna lose chris isn't losing no chris is taking if, a big w if you take the time to grade these out and just position yourself you're gonna be doing really well here pretty soon all right, so I hope that answers your uh, second question. Um, I know it's kind of all over the place. We had some different answers for it, but I hope it gives you some good knowledge, some good insight, and you can kind of come up with your own uh, plan, your own plan of execution to buy graded cards. So the next question here is, are you guys on collecting, are you guys big on collecting pre-release cards? Um, depends on the card. We went yeah. big on Lugia. Yeah, it, it depends this on the card. One, it depends the on the Lugia. card. Um, but... I think I think pre-release cards are really cool, especially the vintage ones, especially the vintage ones that just say pre-release. Yeah, literally just have the stamp that says pre-release. It's mm-hmm. like not not only is it vintage, not only is it a hollow, not only is it you know, say it's a fossil, it's a it's from fossil, it's an aerodactyl. Yeah, you know, first edition pre-release. Whoa. Yeah. No, it's it's cool. Like it's that's super that's, cool. Just as a collector, I like that's the just vintage. Really cool. I like vintage pre-releases for sure. I'm not big. On the new ones, we went. I kind of choose my set depending yeah. on the stamp, like yeah. XY Evolutions uh, pre-release Charizard. That's awesome. The Mewtwo, that's awesome. Yeah, um, and I bought the Evo- I bought the Evolutions Mewtwo just because I liked Mewtwo. Um, I bought Lugia uh, just because you know I'm not a huge Lugia fan, but seeing how much of a it's fan got a big you cult following, exactly. Devin's a huge Lugia fan, and everyone else is. Um, so for me, it's like, hey, if I can lock in a couple of these, it might be a great way for me to fuel. You know, what I would do is I would sell those Lugias after I get them graded. Um, and then I would use that to buy more of my favorite Pokemon, like Gengars, uh, Charizards, Mewtwo's, uh, any type of vintage. I would use that money to to get that type of stuff. Or like the Dark 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 Gyarados pre-release. Yep. That's another cool one that I really like. Um, yep, I got a couple of so those. So I wouldn't say that I'm... We're, I don't think we're too big, I'm not big on, on them. Yeah, we're not we, too we big on them. We pick and choose our spots. Yeah, but we we pick and choose which which pre-releases we like to buy into, just depending on the Pokemon and you know how. And sometimes it's just a matter of art. 
Oh when yeah. You look at yeah, the art yeah, and you're yeah. like, I think this is going to be a big deal. Yeah. Then we, we do, we're like, yeah, it is. It yep. is. Definitely. Um, but with that said too, I don't, I don't think that, um, people buying into the hype of every Charizard that comes out as a pre-release. Yeah, exactly. Every, that's every pre-release be, Charizard. I'm not into that. That's gonna be a hitter. Like, no, I don't really think so. Yeah. I'm not in. And even if I, we could be wrong and you know, every pre-release modern Charizard does well, I'm willing to miss out on that. Cause I don't even like the way they yeah, look. It's like if the old, the old ones, the yeah. old pre-release Charizards, they do well because one, they're old. Mm-hmm. Two, the art is completely different than the art now. Yeah. I don't like and the vivid three, bolted one at all. Yeah. And three, it's like, Back then, nobody knew or cared about pre-release. Well, I don't like the team-up one either. So you don't, but I'm saying you don't see very many of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, but you see a lot of modern pre-release. right now. Now every every new collector now is like, there's value here because there's only so many. Yeah, you know what I mean. But but back but if you go and look at like Crystal Guardians pre-release Charizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not very many of them. Right. You know what I mean? Because no one back then, no one was like, hey, um, we, there wasn't new collectors trying yeah. to find value in every freaking card that exists. That's what I'm trying to say. There we yeah. go. Denny, Denny just put it. You know what I mean? Perfectly. New collectors are trying to find value in anything because they're, they want they want to believe that something's rare. They're like, oh, you know, I can't. The, it, the uh, honestly, this is what it is. They don't have money to afford a regular Charizard, so they want they're more they're more keen on what's the next biggest Charizard. So and they'll <laughs> they'll say anything to to get hype train on you know what i mean hey yeah. like i saw a guy's video he was like he got to get on this vivid voltage charizard and i was like that thing is ugly the best thing, thing about is it is having, having uh was leon yeah that one's cool that's that's mm. the vivid voltage one no no there's the other one where he's like swooping down doesn't look cool at all i'll pull Which it up that? i'll pull it up right now i think the vivid voltage one is the same as the uh the it's not the it's not the hollow. leon one no no hmm. um let me see here uh, pre-release. All right, well, let's pull. It. I want to show Devin this because it just looks stupid. It's dumb. I'm you know, sorry, guys. If you bought one, I'm yeah. not hating on you. I'm just not into it. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the ones that I see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lugia yeah. is way cooler. Yeah. And we went off art. That's what it was. I went off the art. I was like, no, Lugia is cool. But then the team up Charizard. I was like, that's not cool. But people were like, dude, it's the next big thing. I'm like, you want it to be the next big thing. I'm a big you collector. Want, and I don't want you nothing want your to do with Toshiba that. handy book to yeah. be the next best thing. Right. Exactly. They're just like making stuff up, you know, and I get the idea behind it. It's a good idea. Like, okay, it's a pre-release. There'll only be so many of them printed. That makes it kind of limited. That's a good idea. It's Charizard. He's popular. That's a good idea. But at the end of the day, sometimes it comes down to artwork and yeah. just like vivid voltage Charizard. It's a Pikachu set. Come on. Well, the thing for me is that these people sell them at such a high price, right? These pre-release Charizards, these modern ones, at such a high price. It's like, if I bought it for that, I've already kind of capped his price for like years. Yeah. Like yeah, if it's I a buy, long-term hold. if I buy an eighty-dollar pre-release Charizard, I'm gonna have to wait two years before I can even sell them for ninety or a yeah. hundred. Yeah. You know? No, that's exactly how I think. And again, I could be completely wrong, and you guys are like, dude, you know, greasy, you're an idiot. These cards are super rare. I'm fine. They're, they're selling for three hundred, four hundred, <laughs> five hundred. I'd be like. I'm fine with being an idiot. That's then. fine. I have a hundred <laughs> yeah. other cards that sell for five hundred that I enjoy. I'm okay. That I enjoy way that more. That I like. Yes. Yeah. That I actually like. Yeah. I'm not mad at you either, Chris. I'm just getting upset about Charizards. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. Because I I don't know. I like cards that I like cards that I think are are collectible for sure. I like cards that are universally known to be collectible. Yes. You know what I mean? I just like rare stuff, and I don't 
I don't think cards are rare when you can just automatically know that you're going to get them in a pack. I mean, yeah. if you, I mean, you don't automatically know you're going to get a pre-release Charizard in your in your right. battle pack. It's a hype train for me. But if and you don't know, buy five of them, you, the chances are. I pretty think we good. talked about it last week. I don't like it when new collectors try to tell me what's rare, and you see it on TikTok all day. This is the next big thing. It's like, yeah, I feel like if they're saying you it, might be right, but I kind of do this all the time, and I want nothing to do with that card. Yeah. And I'm 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 okay with missing out. That's just me. Yep, I feel that too. So I hope they answered your question. I don't know Chris. how we got off on Again, that. Again, but... <laughs> yeah, another really long tangent. We're just going on today. I'm just Sorry, mad guys. at new collector. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but anyways, <laughs> here we go. Pickups for the week. So it goes. These are Chris's pickups. Everyone, uh, Champions Path Elite Trainer Box. He said he finally found one. So I said, why not? I like nothing that. too special was pulled, but I wanted to. Experience I like it. that reason right there. Yeah. That's perfect. I did the same thing when I finally saw one on the shelf. I was like, I'm going to get one. Hey, guess what? You're a winner because those uh, promo Charizards are sweet. They're sweet. They're sweet. sweet And I think they're actually going for a little bit after they're graded with a good grade. Yeah. I think they're going for a little bit. So I think enough to pay off your elite trainer box. So you kind of get your packs for free. So I think that's great. And your reasoning for it is great. I like this next one. Um, The next one. He says another Mewtwo GX SV59. That's a great price. For 47 bucks. Yeah, that's an outstanding price. Yeah, those gold, those are 50, 60 bucks on average. So that's your under market there. Yep. Um, so I say that's a great pickup. Again, you can't go wrong with Hidden Fates. We hit the PSA 9 Zard. PSA 9 Zard. I talked about it. 453 is what he picked it up for. That's a great price. Um, seeing as they go raw for anywhere from like 430 to 500 bucks, they might go down just a little bit more now. I haven't checked the prices yep, in yep. like a week or two. But. If you think about it, most of these uh, VMAX were express graded, right? If he has it now, it's probably express graded. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no way that he sent it on value. So he paid 75 bucks to get it graded, and you got it for 453 That's That's outstanding. Um, so you basically got the raw card for what? For 390 yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So not a bad price. Um, you... Fates Collide. Hold on to that Charizard. Just, I'm telling you, give it 12, 18 yeah. months. You're going to be in a great oh, position Oh, yeah, he says, any, any thoughts? Uh, yeah, hold on to it. Don't, do not buy into any of this hype. Yeah, hold don't, it. Hold it for at least a year. Yeah, don't I, turn I bet around you're and sell it for $500 bucks place. like it yes. is right now, or five seventy five if they're selling for in a PSA 9. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, there's no way a, a secret rare VMAX Charizard sells for the same price in a PSA 9 that it does for in RAW. Yep. Or even $100 more. There's yep. no possible way at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I like this next one. Yeah, Mew Fates Collide three total. I gotta check that out for a dollar thirty-five. Nothing special, but I said, just "Hey, liked it. <laughs> three for one thirty-five with free shipping. Why not?" That's that's how I think. Yeah, I sometimes mean, yeah. it's opportunity. It's not like I don't know what Mew he's talking about. Opportunity. Though. It's just um, like if you ever go bass fishing, they teach you. <laughs> this is weird, but bass are opportunistic feeders. That means even if they're not hungry, if the food's there, they're gonna take it. It's just an opportunity presented itself. He may mm-hmm. not. He doesn't know when mm-hmm. he's going to eat again. So that that's what that reminds me of. Um, even if it's not rare, it's like, hey, you don't you don't walk away. Well, Den's well, Den's looking that up. The next one here. Oh, he's cool. Is a what is it? Let me see. It's just a regular little. Is that a hollow? I think it is. Yeah, it's a hollow. That's actually pretty nice. Oh wow, Fates Collide is okay. really cool. I like that. Fates Collide is cool because of the fact it's one of the sets that'll be out of print here soon. If I like it isn't that already. That I like. Holy moly. There's Mew Fanatics out there, too. PSA 8, 450? That cannot be right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me let me 
Let me verify here. Yeah. Um, so let's, <laughs> while Danny, while Danny's verifying, we're going to, we're going to move on, on with the pickups. No, I think he's just, he's super high. Shiny Charizard V, um, 79. I'm guessing that's Champion's Path, right? 346. That's Whoa. another great price. Previously, PSA 10 sold for 100 bucks last previously week. Previously purchased one for 446 Whoa. about a month to two months ago. So yeah, so obviously you made out with a great price. $100 hey, off. If those Mews are minty, you're, you're going to do really well. Those are $100 cards, PSA uh, 9 and up. Very, nice. Very low population on these. Very nice. And like I said, I, I believe there is some Mew fanatics out there. You can probably get, yeah, you'll probably get 70 for a PSA 9. You can get 100, 100 plus uh, for PSA 10. There you go. That's awesome. That's This is one of the cards that could like be in the top five. That's great. You could buy like 20 of them right now for you know less than five bucks a piece. All right. This next one uh, is a Rainbow Pikachu VMAX for $236.79. Um, you know what? I'm just not... I remember that one. Yeah, no. I, I, I think I think it's a reasonable price for a Rainbow Pikachu VMAX, but for myself alone, I've uh, I spent $500 on the pre-order for the case of uh, booster boxes just to see what the set was all about. Um, would I be happy with a Rainbow Pikachu VMAX? Yes. But the fact that I didn't pull one, you're not missing out. Yet. I don't. Yeah, I don't you're feel not like I'm not, I don't feel hurt as right, if I, right, you right. know. Well, so I feel more hurt not pulling a, a Rainbow Zard or something. It's, than, it is than a interesting that it is interesting that Pikachu V Max, the Rainbow Rare, is not getting as much hype as Charizard V Max is. I thought there was going to be a little more hype on it, which there wasn't. And don't get me wrong, if I ever come across one with the right price, you know, I'll I'll probably get one. Um, but I haven't got one either, and it hasn't been on the top five just because there's so much other stuff that's being prioritized over it. It's weird. I I almost feel like I would buy, I would buy, all the amazing rares before you did up that. to two hundred thirty six dollars before I bought two hundred six oh, two hundred thirty six dollars. Yeah, you're talking volume. Pikachu. You're talking big volume there. Yeah, just just because I don't know what I don't know what it is. I I don't I don't I just don't like Pikachu. I guess I I know hate me. No, that's hate me. <laughs> that's a good reason not to buy it. But yeah, I don't I don't like Pikachu. I, in all of my Pokemon games, I've never, ever had a Pikachu on my team. Um, I just don't care for Pikachu at all. Uh, and like I said, for 236 bucks, I think that's a reasonable price for Rainbow Pikachu. Like we said, I think we was going to be in the 200 to $300 price range yeah. when he dropped. So that's I think that's price. reason. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think I, that's I would, reasonable. That's, I would pay that, especially if I saw PSA 10 quality. I would pay that. Yeah. Um, and then the last one here is... Hold on. Alakazam <coughs> Full Art. Another Alakazam Full Art. 1364. That's that's what's funny is remember I said that mine averaged about 1380. Yeah. About four of them. Um it's just an awesome card. Hey, you know, it's side note too, hey, Kadabra. Chris, Chris thinks it's awesome too, because this is his third one now. Yeah. <laughs> well so what's interesting about these cards, remember I bought the Alakazam and my reasoning for it was like, hey, the art's awesome. Also, no, he is. doesn't get yeah. printed he doesn't get printed a lot. Also, you know, we may never see Kadabra again. Well, what happens? The news has been dropped that Kadabra will be printed again because the magician who sued Pokemon over it is like over it now. He's like, it's fine. Let it be. So Kadabra's coming back. So I don't know what that does to Alakazam stock. Could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. But yeah, I mean. I mean, the way that I see it too is it's I It's bought... not a rare card. It's just awesome. I don't know. It might be a rare card. I mean, I, I bought a whole rare, case. Rare in terms of pulling it, but in terms yeah. of value, it's just. I bought you know, a whole case and I didn't pull one. Thirteen not, bucks not a, is not thirteen a bucks. Not a single Alakazam full art. Yeah, not one. No, I mean, it's um, 
what do I, how do I say this? It's a, uh, it's, it's an, it, I bought four. I, there's really not much for me to say, but <laughs> I, I what I'm know. saying is, is it right now? There's really not much to say about it in terms of what could happen, but I just feel like in my gut, I don't think the price that you paid for them really breaks the bank either. No, like it's 13, awesome. 1380 on average. 1380 that's, for mine. Yeah. So you're, you're under my price a little bit. Yeah. That's not, I don't think that's bad at all. Um, but yeah, that, that goes, that's all of Chris Rossetti's pickups for the week. Um, we love going through this. Don't feel bad for sending all this stuff. Yeah, we appreciate no. it. I like I like seeing like, oh wow, this guy picked this up for this much. This is awesome. You yeah. know what I mean? And, you definitely, definitely And it's also really awesome to see that you are um you're following a lot of the stuff that we talk about here on the podcast. You know, it's 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 reassuring. It's awesome. It's cool. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just like, wow, these guys are listening. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's just cool. Um Well shoot, someone tagged me in a video this week. Uh, what was his name? Oh, I remember. Was it Boy Wonder? I think it was Boy Wonder. Shout out to you. Hey, so. He made plug... over $1,300 in his first month of selling Pokemon. Yeah, I'm going to plug it in right now. Um, he, he didn't send any fan questions. He didn't drop a comment on the, uh, the email. So Boy Wonder, if you're listening next week, you're dropping us a question. <laughs> you're dropping us a comment or a question about how you made, how much you made. Yeah. Uh, on eBay after a month. Do it so we can shout you out so we talk about you, but we're gonna, I'm going to do it right now. Um, at Boy Wonder on TikTok. I don't know if there's more to his name, but this guy shared a video with uh, myself and Denny, uh, and yeah, it showed. 1373 in his first. He started selling book one November 5th. On November 5th, he's made 1373 just by listening to the stuff that we've said. Yeah. Yep. So big shout out to you, man. A big shout it out works. to you as well. Chris yeah. was Eddie. You guys are both. Obviously listening, obviously, you know, grinding, hustling, making sure that you guys are staying on point. Love it. I love that you guys are reaching out. It's awesome. Uh, to finish off Chris Rosetti's comment to our fan question segment, he says, I may be cooling down as we enter the month of December. And since I can't take the, since I can't take the beat down from my wife any longer, lol, JK, JK, <laughs> hey, no worries. We've all been there. We all know the, uh, the, uh, struggle. <laughs> we're trying to justify why we bought something. Oh yeah, especially when it's a Pokemon card. Oh yeah, uh, but also take care, Chris Rosetti. Thank you for the uh, the question. Yes, thank all you. All your pickups. Um, again, guys, you can reach us at the Poketower Podcast at gmail Any of our social media platforms. Yep. You guys know how to get a hold of us. Send us a send us a voice message too. Yeah, a voice uh, message. Download the Anchor app. Yes. Follow our um, profile here, and then send us a voice message, and we'll we'll feature you on the show. Yep. All right. This is a segment where we talk about everything Pokemon efficient, budgeting, you know, small scale ups, uh, cards that you may not have been on your radar, cards that are uh, just coming onto my radar, cards that I look at, cards that I research. Um, just because, like I said, I like cards that are rare. Denny likes cards that are rare. Um, so this segment is where I kind of find all those off picks that aren't Charizards, that aren't Venusaurs, that aren't, you know, starter Pokemon. Um, I find all the, the picks that could be potential bangers because they fill out all the the collectible boxes so this first pick that i have here for you guys uh, we're gonna start out with sleepers uh it's a celebi ex actually wait let me do a little little bit of a little bit of a little history lesson here 
for those of you guys that don't know, or maybe new collectors, Pokemon came out with this pop series of uh, Pokemon packs. And pop stands for um, Pokemon or play. So what is that? It is. I totally forgot. What are we looking at? It's it's the it's an event where all the um, TCG players in Pokemon and everyone who plays Pokemon um, on like the game like Red, Blue, Sapphire, whatever, um, they play all those games. They come together at this event, and when they win certain stuff, um, they were awarded these these pop series packs. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. And in these and in these uh, pop series packs, there's like up to I don't know. It's called the new name of it is called Play Pokemon. Um, but the old name of it was, Whoa. well, 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 what do we have here? What, where is it at? Pop series two. Yeah. Dude. Pokemon organized play. So that's what? where the, that's where the word pop comes from. Pokemon organized play, um, was the original name of these events that went on, uh, for everything Pokemon wise. And then they changed the name to, uh, play Pokemon. So this is where everyone that is into Pokemon gathers up and they, this is going. they trade, they battle, they get together, they this network, really all cool. that stuff. Um, so they made special packs for these people who participated in these events. And that's where all these cards are going to come from, guys. So if you didn't know, that's where these cards come from. So I see, I don't even know up, this crap. See that? Devin, Devin knows this stuff. I don't even know about this. The first one up is Celebi EX from Pop Series 2. Um, it's 17 out of 17. So this card right here goes raw for 10 to 30 bucks. So 10 to 30 is really not that bad. There's quite a few of them out there um, on eBay, um, but it's a really awesome looking card. It's a Celebi. It has the hollow borders on it. Yeah. They kind of look like crystal, um, but PSA 9, it's going for 150 to 200 So if you can swoop them up at that premium price range of $30 and then get them graded on value, so say you go out there and you buckshot five of them for 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. There's what? a lot a lot of raw ones out there. Yeah. If you get... You just got to find the gems, though. That's, that's yeah, the Yeah. If work. you get three of them, so say you get three of them. Here we go. You eat, you eat your money. On two of them, so you're out sixty bucks, but then you yeah. have three of them that come back in a nine. Yeah, you you come up real fast. You you came up real real quick. That's a really good scale up, um, in my eyes. Uh, maybe in your eyes you don't see it, but that's all right. Um, so again, that's Celebi EX Pop Series Two, seventeen out of seventeen. Um, give it a look. It's a really nice looking card. And Celebi for some reason it just has an odd niche in Pokemon. Yeah, there's a lot of Celebi fans. Yeah, it's like some Celebi cards are hot, some of them aren't. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this is the this this is one that's going to be hot. It's going to be, you know what I mean. I feel like not a lot of people know about them. Uh, and then again, uh, the next one here we have Tyranitar EX. This is personally one of my favorite. I like this one a lot. Is Pop Series One, seventeen out of seventeen. Raw. It's going for the same price range, ten to thirty dollars. I didn't find any PSA listings for the Hollow, the one with the Hollow borders and all that stuff. Hmm. But a non-Hollow version in PSA Nine. Sold for two ninety nine. The non hollow version, the same exact card. Hmm. That's interesting. I think the picture is hollow, right? The picture, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the background's hollow, but the border of it is not hollow. It's a regular yellow border. So yeah, you can that. only imagine what the holographic border goes for. That one's about an eight, right there. So a holographic border is going to go for a whole lot more because it's just that it's just more collectible. It's more desirable. It's more sought after. You know, you guys really have to use your eyes on these. Oh yeah, yeah. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is one of those ones like. I mean, it's some advanced collecting right here. Yeah, you you really got to check these things out, and it's just because you got the foil on the borders, so it's really hard to tell scratches. 
unless you know what i mean it's not like you can look at the picture surface and be like oh there's a scratch there yeah you're talking the borders which is really small like real estate on a card yep um they're older but if you can pick out some gems yeah these, i think i these think are these... totally worth it I think they started coming out in like, oh man, I might be wrong. Ooh, I'm sorry, right guys. But I think maybe like 2005, 2004, 2004, 2004 they came out. So um, yeah, they are a little bit older. Um, but again, guys, these are some crazy pickups, some mm-hmm. really good pickups. Um, the next one here is Mew, regular Mew Hollow from Pop Series 4. Uh, four out of seventeen raw. It's going for ten Ooh. to thirty bucks. A PSA nine sold for one hundred eighty nine. A PSA ten sold for four hundred sixteen dollars. Yeah, you know this is real because TCA Gaming is selling one of those Tyranitars for three hundred bucks. Yeah, but that's a non-hollow, right? Yeah. Now, wow. now again, like I said, imagine the one that has the foil borders and everything. Yeah, that one's going to be going for a pretty penny. Um. But yeah, Mew Pop Series 4, 4 out of 17, Raw, 10 to 30 bucks. PSA 9, 189, PSA 10, 416. Whoa. That's crazy. That's like, what? Go and buckshot those. Go buy five of them at, at the $30 price range. Wow. You're making your money back at a 9, and you're making way more money at a 10. Okay, look at I was just scrolling through. This is a 2007 Umbreon. Uh, Gold Star. Oh yeah, yeah. Pop Series Five. Yeah, it's a shiny Umbreon. Yeah, they, they have a shiny two thousand bucks. They have a shiny Espeon too. It's PSA ten. I mean, the the chances of you ever finding one of those. Oh, it's a, no, it's a. That's a PSA three. I'm sorry, that's not even. Yeah, I wasn't even looking. Yeah, the reason why he's not on the sleepers, I, I think it's an awesome right, card, he's but just, he's just way out of anyone's reach right now. Holy cow! Um, I'm just amazed. I I know nothing about these. This and, is really cool. The next one up is another Mew, but this Mew right here. I think I know the Delta We're talking species. about Super San Mew. It's dope. Mew Delta Species 3 out of 17, Pop Series 5. It's going raw from 20 to 100 bucks. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to want to oh, hit Oh, that's awesome. The, 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 this one looks nice. The nicer price range of that $100, that primo price range, because that's. Either way, I don't really think you're going to lose here. If Whoa. you have a decent eye, oh my you're not going to lose. This one for 50 bucks is beautiful. A PSA 8 sold. On best offer, we're talking about an eight here, guys. A car that you can buy for a hundred dollars, and if you get an eight, it sold at best offer three hundred fifty bucks. So we're thinking this guy probably settled at what two eighty, three hundred dollars. He took a best offer at three fifty. Yeah, yeah. You're not losing there. No. You're not going to lose. That's a PSA eight. Look at what a nine sold for. A PSA nine Mu Delta Species three seventeen, three out of seventeen. That's a fancy card. PSA nine. Best offer accepted at $1,200. The dude probably accepted no less than nine. Wow. For a $100 card. Yeah. You can get this express graded every day <laughs> and still make your money back. You know what I mean? Jeez. These are nice. It's it's incredible. And, and for a collector, this Delta Species Mew is awesome. I'm telling you, it's like a Super Saiyan Mew. He has like flames all around him. Yeah. This like around his whole body. raw, but he's claiming near mint and it looks near mint. And I think around the picture, there's even like chains, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Around like the picture frame of the of the Pokemon. It's like chains. Look at that one. Oh yeah, that's clean. That's very minimal. You can get a nine on that. Yeah. And it's a hollow too, guys. I mean, this this Mew Delta species is kind of a no brainer. I really hope all 1, of you guys twelve hundred for a PSA nine. 
This is totally worth 250 right here. This one um, that's going on the watch list for a PSA. Go ahead, look at the sold and completed. I'm not even. I'm not even lying here. PSA. Let's see here. Danny's gonna fact check me right now. Check it out. Yeah, best offer accepted at 1200. That was this week. This week. <laughs> You're and kidding me. It's gonna be really hard to come down from that. You're kidding me, right? It's gonna be really hard to come down from that. Yeah. Because that was the only sale. Yeah, so that's big. You can you can bet the next PSA nine will be nine hundred plus. Yes, it's not going to go much lower than that. So go out there, guys. Buckshot these uh, Delta species. Do it at a hundred. I'm bucks. watching that one at two fifty. And like I said, if it wasn't two fifty, is a primo 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 price. It's above, yeah, but it looks amazing. You yeah, saw that one. Right. That looked amazing. It's above my my uh, average price here because again, guys, these raw prices are the average prices. I'm not going to go say that cards are twenty bucks all the way up to two fifty if there's only one that's priced at two fifty. Yeah, I'm gonna give you what majority of the cards are priced at, and I'm gonna give you the best quality. I like the I like the shiny one. I think we talked about this one before. Which one? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we did. Oh. That one's cool too. I like that one. I saw that one as well. He was a strong contender for this week. <laughs> but uh, anyways, that's all the sleepers, guys. Uh, one more time, we got Selby EX, um, seventeen out of seventeen. Transar EX, seventeen out of seventeen. Uh, Mew. Four out of seventeen, and Mew Delta species. You don't have to put the Delta, Delta species when you uh, search it up on eBay. You can just put Mew three out of seventeen, and then it'll pop up. But um, either way, Mew Delta species three out of seventeen. Those are great cards, all bangers. Awesome. Um, the next two cards I have for you guys uh, for the Devon Core segment are lookout cards. So these cards right here haven't quite yet caught their uh, their traction or are noticed very much because there's not either there isn't very many listings. Or there is not that many um, probably just sales. Rare. Yeah, it's rare. Yeah, it's a very rare card. So uh, the first one is this Blastoise from Pop Series Three, one out of seventeen. Uh, again, this is a lookout card. I don't feel like it's caught its traction yet, for being something that's that exclusive. Um, I mean, it's exclusive. It's a th- yeah. it's from a pack that was given right, out right, right. at an event, very limited event. You know what I mean? A very limited event. It's like this is a starter Pokemon. Yeah. And this was Pop Series 3, so I'm thinking maybe this is like 2007, you know? 2006. 2006. So 2006 card, 2006 Blastoise. Like, that's that's great. That's starting to fill out some collectible boxes right there, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's a card that I would like to hold on to. There's not many out there either, wow. And if you, yeah, like I said, there's not very many out there, so it's hard for me to suggest it to you guys because how are you guys going to get your hands on it? What is this? You can't really. Um, but again, that's Blastoise Pop Series 3. One out of seventeen, and then um, this next one. I don't. This next one is like a. It's like a Charizard almost. Oh gosh! It's a. It's a. It's the Deox. It's the Deox EX from Pop Series Four. Seventeen out of seventeen. It's when he's in speed form. This card goes. There's barely any listings on eBay. Barely any. Like yeah. maybe like six or seven. Whoa. Raw. He's going for like what four or five hundred bucks. Uh, here's. One that looks like PSA seven or eight worthy. That's one fifty. Let me see here. That's the only one on there. I'm trying to find it right now. Let me see if I got to change this thing here. Seventeen out of seventeen. But this card is just ridiculously. That's one fifty though for one that might pull a seven or eight. Yeah, this card is ridiculous, ridiculously priced. One seventy nine. I have no idea why because Deox doesn't have that much hype around him at all. You know what I mean? He was one of those legendaries that not a lot of people knew of because you had to do special things to he get was him. An, he was an event legendary, yeah. yeah. Which a lot of people, if they're lazy, they wouldn't do it. Yeah. Mirage Island, all that stuff. Like, yep. 
It was fun. I did it. Yeah, I did it too. But, um, but again, if you have this card, you have a buddy who has this card in his collection. Say you you are in Virginia, and you you see someone selling a lot with this card in it on offer up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, on on eBay, there's not very many listings. You don't the, tell them what you could see. Yeah, there's not very many listings on eBay at all. Right, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. If you're in other areas where there's there's card shops, there is uh, other different variety of offer up. You know, people out there, you're gonna see. You might see this card in a lot. Go grab it because it's valuable, and it's gonna be valuable. Yeah. If whether it's in a six, a seven, an eight, a nine, or a ten. Yeah. That's that's the cool thing about vintage. That's the cool thing about vintage is that we just like we talked about earlier today. We kind of we kind of like let the lower grade slide because it's like it doesn't matter. It's still yeah. This this know. vintage card is now forever immortalized. You know, nobody wants a V Max Charizard in a PSA six, but they'll take a regular Charizard from base set in a PSA six all, all day. day. Yeah, all day. I'll do it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Anyone want to trade? <laughs> yeah, you could do that. We could do that. Um, but again, guys. Those are the two lookouts for this week. That's going to finish up the Devon Core segment. It's Blastoise Pop Series 3, 1 out of 17, and Deox EX Pop Series 4, 17 out of 17. All bangers, guys. Go check them out. You made it to the end. I didn't think we were going to have this much content, and somehow we managed to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Pull the trick out of the hat. I hope it. I hope you guys are, are getting something from it, though. You know what yeah. I mean? These are some long-winded uh, episodes. Well, I get on we these rants because there's yeah. so many details. We there's go on so rants, we go on tangents, and uh, but I hope you guys are still being able to pull something from yeah. it. You know, it's not just uh, just tell me to shut up if I start talking too much. Yeah, um, we're gonna get into a little bit of news before we uh, call it a day. It's real light, light reading here, guys. Nothing too crazy. Um, so, target rules. Pay be pay. Be on the lookout for your targets changing the rules. Uh, mine just recently made the switch, which is how I was able to get that small but mighty collection box. They are limiting one item per person in the collectibles aisle. Now, I'm pretty sure you can get one of each. So if you had like a, you know, a elite trainer, a collection box, a booster pack, you could do all that. Um, but you cannot buy multiples of the same thing. Only one. They just put it up. And what do you know? My target was abundant as ever. I was so happy to see it. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I'm, I'm okay with not getting 20 boxes walking out of there. I'll take one. That's oh, fair. Yeah. It's fair. It's fair. It makes it fun. I'm cool with that. It's back to... I like that's it. It's good. So be on the lookout for your targets. A lot of targets, I've seen it on TikTok. Ours, hadn't, ours just did it, so that tells you how long it took for us to do it. But be on the lookout. I think... This could be a normal thing, and I think it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. I feel like it's already out there. I feel like it's hitting um, other targets as well because on TikTok, I see people going to their targets. They're like, wow, look at my targets yeah. maxed out. Well, they also – also, there's some targets that don't even put collectibles out on the shelves anymore. You have to ask a manager. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. So if you never see anything at your store, you might want to ask, hey, do you guys carry collectibles in the back or anything like that because I've been looking for these cards. If you say it nicely, you might f- end up finding out and say, yeah, we actually – you have to ask for this stuff. You can't just grab it. So look for limits on what you can grab. That's a dead tell that, you know, you're probably going to start finding more product. And then again, if you've never found anything ever at your store, it's a good sign that they're probably holding it in the back. So, and if it's none of those things, then you're just kind of SOL. Continue to do what you've been doing to get by. Um, last thing here, which was just funny. That guy, Cody Thrives. <laughs> 
he got destroyed this week. So he was the guy that made the video on TikTok. It's a, spend ten thousand to make ten thousand in Pokemon, and he was saying how he spent ten thousand dollars at Costco to buy did, those. Did Alex Hodge? Alex Hodge yeah. did a video on it. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Then I, yeah, I don't know because we were talking about this that was earlier. The guy. Yeah, and you were like, "Hey, do you know this guy?" And I was like, "I don't think so," but you're talking about it, and yeah, I remember Alex Hodge was like, "This is guy that Alex to- Hodges broke him down, yeah. not Shivam broke him down." Everybody's just tearing this dude up, and I guess he was like, um, he was very well known within the shoe company, but for all the wrong reasons. He was trying to do the same thing in sneakers, I guess. Like, this is how you can make twenty thousand without a job. It sounds cool. It doesn't work, bro. Um, and nobody likes you, anyways. Like, nobody likes this guy because he 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 lied. You spend ten thousand to make ten thousand. That's what he said. First of all, that means you just broke even. Yeah, hey, you're gonna have to you're, you're gonna have to either one sell, <laughs> yeah, all those sun and moon packs, right? Well, that and, was his claim. And you're gonna have to do some recycling <laughs> for all those pokeballs, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to get that ten thousand. Yeah, you buddy. have to be at the recycling center. To <laughs> yeah, getting all that, that money for the aluminum. <laughs> um, but no, he said <clears throat> he said he's he sold all the sun and moon packs and recuperated ten thousand bucks. How much does a Sun and Moon pack sell for? Like $3? Pass. Next question. $3.50? You did not make 10000 off of Sun and Moon base. I'm sorry. And then he said that all the evolution sales was profit. No. Um, he's Negative. misleading teens. He's full of crap. I don't like the guy. I've, I had a run-in with him, too, um, a long time ago. Before Shivam and uh, Alex Hodges got a piece of him, I, I hate did. misleading information. If I got a piece. Well, he's a he's a reseller. He's not a Pokemon guy. So why would you ever take Pokemon advice from a guy that's not Pokemon? At the same time, though, like some unsuspecting consumer, you know, what I mean, a Pokemon sees this guy right. on his feed. It's well, just hey, the most misleading information. You're like, Dude. hey, Gary V, multimillionaire, huge money guy, knows what he's talking about. But if he started trying to give you guys advice on Pokemon, you who would you choose, me or him? I'll dust him. But, you know, he has the buying power to buy stuff that can make him rich really quick, but he doesn't have the knowledge. Doesn't have the knowledge of what's hot, what's not. Um, He was referring to, I think he bought a Charizard. He was like, dude, I bought a, he was talking to PokeRev on YouTube. I remember this. And I love Gary Vee. I don't hate Gary Vee. So don't, let's not get that twisted. But he was like, I bought a Charizard hollow. And it's like, well, all Charizards are hollow from base set, dude. <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to say hollow. We yeah. know. We know. You don't have to say hollow. Um, so well, my son just screamed. <laughs> but if you heard that, I'm so sorry. He just like chirped like a little bird. Yeah. But anyways, this guy, Cody Thrive, Shivam calls him Chris Thrives. He just, he's messing his name up on purpose. But they went at him. It's a good thing for the... It's really... So it's not good to have toxic behavior and disrespect each other. But it's really good that this stuff's being brought to light. And with TikTok being the platform that it is all the young collectors can kind of see the other end of this and not just this guy, Chris thrives, who's telling you to buy an entire Costco. Not a lot of teens have $10,000 either. So good luck with your $10,000 flip there, guy. Just not true at all. It doesn't work that way. If I, (laughs) if I, okay, guys, I can't, if I had $10,000, what would I do? I'm buying every Lugia already graded. Yeah, that's what I'm do doing. That. That's what I'm doing with mine. Um, if I had ten thousand bucks, what would I do? Could you go buy that Fireball Gengar for ten thousand? Probably not. Nope. He's what? How much is he? Sixteen k. Oh yeah. Um, if I had ten thousand bucks and I wanted to flip it, 
I would probably looks like a Zard hunting time. Yeah, look, check this out. This is what you. I wouldn't. I would never. I, I like to diversify. There goes all the shining Lugias on the market. So PSA nine Charizards. <laughs> well, PSA nine Charizards base set are going for about two thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. You could buy five. Well, four because taxes and all that stuff. You probably buy four. Um, and you could probably sell them all next year for four thousand a piece. I wouldn't be surprised if you could get for six thousand a piece. I would not be surprised about any of this. But, um, I like to diversify, so I'd be buying. I wouldn't buy four Charizards. I would buy other stuff. Right, because then you'd be considered a Charizard scalper. Yeah, I would. I would. Do, <laughs> Just I would. Kidding. I would get a Zard. I would get a Venusaur. I'd get a Blastoise. That's if I had ten thousand bucks, I would try to find two sets of the trio, PSA oh, yeah. nine or ten. Mm-hmm. So what I would, yeah, exactly. That's what I would do. I'd get two. I would try to find a PSA nine of Charizard Venusaur Blastoise. Try to find two sets of those. Probably try to spend anywhere from three to four thousand a piece. And keep one and then sell the other for double the price. And then I basically got a free set of PSA 9 Pokemon. For yourself. Yep. Boom. Um, there's Dude, there's a million things you could do. There's a million. $10,000. We talk about this avalanche, guys. I would grade $10, every card I have. $10,000, you can literally hit your avalanche. I don't even know. You can hit yeah. it within the, the end of the week, month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's $10,000 to spend on... On Pokemon products, after having the knowledge that we have from doing this podcast, you from talking to you guys, from giving just... you guys insight, from researching, being passionate about collecting, being collectors ourselves, we understand that there's so much more. There's no clear-cut answer. Yeah, there's so much more you can do with 10000 than go and try to gamble. That's like buying $10,000 worth of scratchers. But any any noob who thinks, you know, just because you're a money expert who Cody Thrives claims to be, he's a money expert, he's a reseller, he's a professional entrepreneur... That's cool. You still don't know anything about Pokemon, and that's where you're going to lose. And I get the idea behind it. Pokemon's hot. If I just buy it all up, it's going to be hard to lose. I get that mentality. That buckshot mentality is like, hey, it's hot. I'm going to win no matter what. But not everyone will win like that, and it's really misleading. It's dishonest, um, and it's not very knowledgeable at all. It's not a hack. It's not a hack. Nobody wants XY Evolutions for the flip. They want it because it's vintage at a low price. It's nostalgia. Yes. That's what it is. That's the attraction. It's not that I'm going to pull the next Charizard and make 10K. That's not what the, That's not what people are thinking about when they chase evolutions. They're just like, dude. Some of them are. I can't afford base set. Some of them are. Some of them bought into the uh, the hype. Yeah, but those aren't our, those aren't our company. That's not, yeah. I don't think those are our guys. I don't think so. Our guys would be like, well, I can't afford a base set, so I'll at least get this new Charizard, which is, that's reasonable, and that's fair. I hope totally. all of our listeners have an XY... Yeah. Hollow Charizard. Oh, or yeah, at least for sure. Hollow. Yeah, for sure. It's not a bad card. I'm not hating on it, but no, I'm saying I, I hope I hope everyone in, in that doesn't have a base set Charizard that's listening to our podcast mm-hmm. has an X Y oh, Charizard sure. because yep. it feels it feels a void for all of us collectors. Mm-hmm. Me having I I will never have a base set Charizard. I know that for sure. It's gonna be way out of my price range. But I have two. Yeah, I have two X Y Charizards. You might you might stack up enough. Yeah, I don't know if I ever spend that pretty penny though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd go buy one, out of my way to buy one if I didn't pull mine. Yeah. Right place, right time. But all right, I think that's all we have for you guys. Yeah. I hope uh, we haven't been too long-winded. Uh, again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting us. Thanks for rating, reviewing us on Apple Podcast. Yeah. Hey, go ahead and do it on every other you know, platform. You know what we can do too real quick? What's up? Send us suggestions that you want for the show because, again, Gengar's grabs in the top five are going to be pretty thin. Until Shiny Star V. So we can fill that stuff in 
with other content. We've actually thought about even going live on TikTok and answering your questions live, and then we'll just record it on the podcast. Give us your feedback on what you want, because this would be probably the best time for us to add new things. Um, because we're, you know, again, Gengar's grabs is going to be real thin. And so is the top five. It's going to be kind of recycled stuff. So if you want some new stuff, feel free to shoot us, um, some requests and we'll, we'll throw it on the show. If it's, if there's some value there and if we can teach you guys something. Absolutely. Again, guys, thank you. We'll see you guys next time. Yes. See you later. Later. Later.